Welcome, everybody, to episode 102 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Corey's in studio with us, hey. so welcome, Corey. Hey, nah. Home for 4th of July weekend. It's actually the 4th of July today. Uh, it was the most convenient time for all of us to record, So, and Corey's in studio, so we probably could have recorded last night, but today was the best best time, right? Yeah. So, yeah, if you hear a lot of explosions and dog barking in the background, it's because there, there's a uh, pretty... Corey's here. Well, that, yeah, and there's a pretty explosive big... Explosive diarrhea. That, too. Um, Which I had this morning. <laughs> Just throwing well, it out there. Why did you get into some Jenny Cream Ale last night? I don't know. I don't know what it was. Uh, Jonathan's for dinner last night. I don't think that was it, though, because that all went down pretty nicely. Well, what did you have? Oh, might have been the Jonathan's. What did you have? Pizza? I had a buffalo chicken speedy. Yeah, it was. Uh, which was good. It was uh, good. Are your intestines a pussy? No, I usually have a pretty good stomach. All right, I never throw up from that. food. Mm-hmm. Um, I just get the, the schlotzkies. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it, it was, yeah, it was like peeing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. That kind of. <laughs> As my bad. good friend Amy always says, pissing out your ace. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's good stuff. So, yeah, if you hear a lot of loud explosions in the background, there's a pretty large local fireworks display, so um, we'll probably get some of that at I least I forgot recorded. about that. Yeah. Oh, so. the Highland Park ones? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Have you guys ever gone to that? No. Yeah, we used to when we were kids is the it whole like, time. Is it the same crowd that goes to, like, the county fair? Probably. I don't know. I, we used to go to our grandma's house. Yeah, we'd lay on the hill there. from the middle school. Yeah, but that wasn't actually at the fireworks display. Good enough. No, no, no. I want to know about the crowd. I don't care about the fireworks. Say. I just was wondering what kind of clientele are. I just know my little town is always packed with people. Yeah, and they shut down that road. Yeah, it's 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 a bastard to get through. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, does anyone have anything to tease? Does anyone play anything new this week? Last of Us. You oh. did. Mm-hmm. Will. I, wait, right. how the fuck did you do that? Don't worry about it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get into we'll it. We'll get later. into it. Wow. I played Will's Wii. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's a Wii U, Corey. Oh, uh, Will's Wee Wee, you. Um, I didn't play anything new other than FIFA. Oh, I, d- I do want to talk about FIFA briefly, but not right now. Mm-hmm. What, during my week. Okay. Cost, the only th- bops. No. The only thing I played is the game we're going to talk about. Oh, okay. Uh, did you mention yet? No, our topic for today is uh, Magic the Gathering 2014. Miss Duel of Plane, Planeswalkers. Duels of the Planeswalkers. Um, that's our, our topic for this week. So uh, that's probably what a lot of us... Played mostly. How it's gonna be. Right. I. It's just such a nerdy thing. The giggles. I only played twenty minutes of it. Oh really? I played quite a bit of it. I played the last of us mainly. It's not nerdy when we make it cool. Do we do that though? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. What if we? I made... think my girlfriend would argue. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, that's our topic for today. Let's get in nibble bits. Corey, why don't you get started with nibble bits? <laughs> Hang on, just a second. Uh, I had a few. None of them are interesting enough. This is going to be an interesting show for another reason because none of us none of us have anything prepared. Oh, that's true. I don't even have my tablet up with any you know, I didn't. It's do really notes. nothing new for me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Eric will be about the same. <laughs> so if you like him, usually right. <laughs> we'll sometimes throw some notes on his iPhone, right? Oh, you got some. Okay. Yeah, I just took took notes for last week. Yeah, I got nothing. I always right. have notes. Uh, I'll, just do, I'll just do the two most interesting ones. The Xbox One Connect can scan and download, can scan download codes, mm-hmm. which is useful, especially now that you won't have to enter in the download codes individually. Which is a pain. Um, yeah, definitely a good practical use of the Connect. Mm-hmm. About the only one I can think of, though. 
Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, all right, that's cool, I guess. But, again, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. it's not. I'm not going to run out and buy like Xbox One and connect because I can scan you the download save codes. Save that for, 15 seconds. Yeah. All right, um, moving along. Microsoft's first free Games with Gold game was not Halo 3 or Assassin's Creed 2. Like, everyone, including Microsoft itself, thought it would be. It turns out it's the legendary blockbuster video game Defense Grid. <laughs> Will, did you download Defense Grid? Forgot, sadly. <laughs> oh, you, I... got, you got all month, so. Oh, do I? I think so. Sweet. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Assassin's Creed is coming out this month. Is that one of your nibble bits? Well, I didn't give away the date. I don't have the date. I do. Okay. Um, Just anyway, say it. I, do, I did download Defense Grid solely because it was free. Yeah. Right. That's the only reason. I may never play it. The the thing is, though, um, I played Defense Grid Gold, which I think is just all of the Defense Grid it's games the gold bundled version. together on, on Live, and I loved it. Oh, well, yeah. I thought it was a really good tower defense game. Sure. And now, but, I mean, it's free. To be fair, um, they, they did sort of. And I know if you go back and watch the tape, you see that they didn't actually say those would be the first two games out in July. Um, they said to kick it off, these are a couple of the games will be oh. available for download. Is that what they meant? That's kind of that's kind of you know. To kick it off would mean to start. That's a little misleading. It is. Um, but they, you know, in their very weak defense, they didn't say these are the first two games we'll have. Yeah. Boy, is their PR department need to all be oh, fired? Oh, they're a disaster. It's a hot mess, and I don't get it. Maybe that's why they decided to jump the gun on Assassin's Creed 2. Must be. What do you mean jump the gun? To make it come come like, sooner. Because yeah. I think no. it's supposed to be a game a month. Do you want me to explain to you how this works? Yeah. Major Nelson, who, like we were talking about before, is very replaceable. Mm-hmm. He's no. He's a nobody. <laughs> They're going to put a game out the first of the month and the 15th of the month. Oh. Every month. Yeah. Pardon. That's when Assassin's Creed 2 is coming out this month. Spoiler alert for my nibble bit. Spoiler for Will's nibble bit. I'm still going to read <laughs> it. I wonder if that it was originally going to be Assassin's Creed or if it was going to be, like, Peggle or something. I don't know. Assassin's Creed 2 is a good game, though. Yeah. I yeah. liked Assassin's Creed. It's been Assassin's out for a while, it's hasn't de- it? A long time, but it's definitely a game if you haven't played that you need to play. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Which one's that? That's it's the first one of Ezio. Oh. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I almost have that one beat, and I should go back and finish it, but... Just pound it out. I should. It's not very long. Yeah. Okay. What else you got, Corey? Those are the two most important ones. Um, trying to think what else happened. Nothing I can remember, so it must not have been that important. Okay. Uh, I'll go next then. My only nibble bit for this week is that Team Meat will have a playable version of Mugenics at PAX Prime, which is usually in September. I didn't look up the date. I think it's at the beginning of September. Um, so so that that's exciting. That's one of the games I did uh, one of my Watch Out For articles on. Uh, seems like a really neat idea. So... I'm, I'm looking forward to he- hearing people's impressions of Mugenics from, from PAX Prime. So, Eric, I think Eric's looking up the date right now. He right? is. Eric, this team meets the... still the same two dudes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, same kind of graphic style as Super Meat Boy. August 30th through September 2nd. Okay. In Seattle. Jazz yep. hands. Eric, can you get the, the chat up there in case somebody wants to drop us a, oh, a yeah, line? The stream? I don't think because I'm not watching we, it. We don't have anybody in yet. We're, I don't, we're not gonna. So everyone's out barbecuing. Yeah, except us. I don't have the link here. That's fine. All right. Um, 
Yeah, so that was my nibble bit. Will, what do you got for us? Well, my first one is Assassin's Creed 2 <laughs> is going to be the next Xbox Live free game. Comes out July 15th, you said? Yeah, I believe it was the 15th. The 15th? Yes. Confirmed by Major Nelson? I think it was Major Nelson that I read that on. Okay. He's always filling up my time out with bullshit. Yeah. So, Assassin's Creed 2, as we said, so old game. was that only because people were pissed off? That's that they what I was wondering. Get... I don't, I mean, he didn't say that. I, it's That's just they're going to be their model. One on the first, one on the 15th. Well, right, but one was supposed to be Halo 3, too, if yeah. they wanted it. I think they're giving people that because people oh, probably. were pissed yeah. off that they didn't get it. I'm... They were going to do, like, Peggle. Peggle. See, something, no, no. something old. Plants vs. Zombies. Right, too. yeah, something That's like that. Big, Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Better with the Kinect. Yeah. <laughs> Doodle uh, Jump came out with the Kinect. How long have those two games been out? They've been out a while, right? Halo 3 came out in 2007 seven or 8. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 2, probably about the same time. I, I hate to keep comparing like the, the PlayStation Plus games that are out with there's, xbox live Gold. there is no comparison <laughs> there really isn't because no. i just downloaded battlefield 3 uncharted 3 xcom enemy unknown deus ex human revolution and there's another one that i can't remember for free they all mm-hmm. suck though those are all shitty shitty games that nobody games. should play yeah but yeah I, defense grid on the other hand defense grid now we're talking <laughs> now defense grid might be good i just wanted to throw that in mm-hmm. there okay what else you got, Will? Um, my next one, which probably nobody cares about, is Final Fantasy VII got nope, released right. on Steam. You're right. I, I would I would have cared. <laughs> I would have been excited, but I got I got burned by the, the yeah. by the buying it from from Square. So because you're not a chump, gonna, I'm not going to buy it again. I'll, no. I'll I'll play my legally backed up copy on my tablet on my emulator. So there you go. Seven. Yeah. So that's the way I'm going to play it. I'm you not guys, buying it again. Are you guys big fans of the seventh? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. That's the one with Cloud. 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 His that's Buster right. Sword. I played a little bit of that. It's, it's a good Tifa. one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's too much for me, man. Yeah. This time this time of the year, it's hard to... Over your head. Yeah. Plus, yeah I learning, don't get it. The learning curve is pretty steep. It is. Pretty steep. It's a hard game, though. It is hard. I struggled through some hards. Yeah. Can't. God knows what happened to Eric. Yeah, I would. I'd fall to pieces. How many hours did it take you to beat it? Uh, thirty. Okay, it was a long that. game. It's like yeah. a four disker, right? Yeah. Speaking of hours to beat, a little shout out to my friend Steven, who was about to beat Dark Souls. Oh, Ooh. that's I impressive. I told him he was on the boss that you got stuck at for a while, and I yeah. told him about your plight and how you just quit, and he was like, really? I don't know why he couldn't beat it. And I was like, oh, he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but, yeah, he uh, he's about to beat it. So He probably looked up stuff. He probably knew, like, from the Internet, knew what to make to get good he stuff. He may have, but I, I don't know. He's and... not that kind of guy. He's pretty honorable. Screw him. Honorable dude. I bet I could beat him in a fist fight. He's <laughs> good to bring on here. Yeah. Yeah, just for me to fist fight. Yeah, yeah. So, two of us, well, two of us will fist fight him, just like that freaking boss battle. Yeah. Then I'll see what it's like. You be the quick one. I'll be the the big one. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my last noble bit. Um, The Walking Dead, the 400 Days first episode got released. Is this? I think this is a solo episode to bridge the gap between season one and season two. But um, anyway, July second. The PSN version came out, and then July third, the PC and Mac version came out, and then July fifth, the Xbox Live one came out, and it's for five bucks. So nice. Now, 
what are they doing with that? I didn't realize there was more coming out. Uh, I th- what I read on comments in Kotaku is that this is an episode to bridge the gap between. This is a solo episode. I didn't know they were doing seasons. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't know that? I don't pay attention. You are so far behind. Uh, that game sucks so bad that I was just like, eh. I mean, you only played five minutes of the first episode. Yeah. No, I do want to play it again. You, I think you. I've like pulled it. the trigger on it. or almost pulled the trigger a couple times on purchasing it. So. What did I, I get I'll, that? What bundle just, did I get that from on Steam? What recently? I'll buy it. The Walking Dead. I will. I think you uh, like it. Once you get into it. Telltale Games. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That might be what I need right now for my video game funk. It's a different pace. Yeah, different pace game from The Last of Us and stuff like that. You okay? I feel like I have to sneeze. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my last you one. Okay. It. So it's my turn. Eric, go ahead. All oh, right. You have a nibble bit? I have two nibble bits, Corey. Wow. You dick. Um, my first nibble bit, Don Matrick, who's in charge of Xbox, is he the dude that came out first, the real goofy dude? Yes, he yeah. is very goofy. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got the hair. Yeah. yeah. Sport jacket. Looks like yeah. he's a surfer. Yeah. He used to be a surfer. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. He is quitting Xbox. This proves it. To take over Zynga. Yeah. <laughs> Another very well-respected video game company. Well, it came from EA uh, to Xbox. I can't remember who had this tweet. It may have been Francis, but he said that's like asking the captain of the Hindenburg to, to start piloting the Titanic. Yeah, other way around. <laughs> well, however it was. <laughs> Pilot of the Hindenburg. I've been drinking a little. Captaining the, the Titanic, yeah, which was, was. Was, was a great line. Yeah, Was, was that line. Francis? Yes, yeah. there was a couple great lines in that video. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really funny. Bad luck to him. He said something about a fart in an elevator, too. I didn't watch the video. I just saw the the quote on Twitter. It was good. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the door hit you. Yeah. You ruined a good thing. I think a lot of it was his fault, the miscommunication between all the the different heads of Microsoft. I mean, he lost some loyal fans here. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do if you're in a nuclear submarine and you can't connect to the internet? Oh, buy an Xbox 360. (laughs) Well, fuck you for wanting to help our country and yeah, fight exactly. for our freedom. Exactly. Guess you have to get the old system. Yeah. Have fun over it, Zynga, you prick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Bioshock Infinite will be getting their first DLC reportedly in late July. Now, that's rumored, but, I mean, it's probably pretty accurate. So, you you looking for that, Will? Of course. Yeah. My question is that. So, yeah, that's... That's it for me. That'll do it. Do you guys all still have that game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got it for PC, right? Sure. I have yeah. two versions, what? Xbox and PC. Uh, that means it's backwards, compatible Can I forever. use your Xbox version? Yeah. We'll bring it. All right. All right. All right. Saturday, that's take a, it. That's a game I needed to, to I, beat I don't before want you the to end of the year. It. I don't want you to learn That it. is one you should play, definitely. Okay. Corey, I, I need then. to get it beat for my game of the year. Yeah, uh, that's a, an important one. I got to get through The Last of Us. That beat. might be the game that... There goes fireworks. That might be the one that uh, breaks um, your breaks as the fireworks break my concentration. That breaks my video game. <laughs> yeah, funk. your funk breaks your funk. I hope so. I need something to do that. Yeah. It's pissing me off. Breaks your beeper. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into our weeks. I guess I'll go first. I didn't do a weigh in. Um, I had a barbecue on Sunday. And I was doing good at first, but then I just broke down and just scarfed as much food as I could possibly were you, eat. Were you sobbing while you did it? <laughs> I was cutting. <laughs> uh, That's so, not funny, Corey. So, no. um, yeah, not doing a weigh-in. I'll probably start back on the diet on, on Sunday. Because um, I've got, you know, I had a, we had to barbecue, obviously, today where I ate a lot. 
I've got a party tomorrow to go to, and then Will's graduation party on Saturday. So it's gonna be a few da- bad, ah, few days of bad eating and and heavy drinking. So what's on the menu for Saturday? Do you know? Uh, sloppy Joe. Is it? Is there Sloppy Joes? Yeah, that's all I'm eating. Yeah, I'm gonna have eight or ten Sloppy Something Joes else. probably. Sliders. Sausage. Sloppy, the sliders are it's Sloppy Joe sliders, sausage and peppers. Which that's my that's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. God! Um, well, you're an American. And something else. I don't know. Pasta salad. I'm gonna eat and drink all day. So Potatoes. I think there's a vegetarian option. Pickles. Who's a vegetarian? Nobody. Jared's not coming. No. All right. You don't have any vegetarian friends, right? No. Good. <laughs> so yeah, that I didn't uh, didn't eat that well, but. I thought uh, a good uh, comic or like a Family Guy joke would be like to call something vegetarian chili and then cut to a factory that's just grinding up vegetarians. <laughs> that's good. I get it. The cutaway yeah. humor. Um, but other than that, I, I finally got to invest in a PC version of Skyrim. Uh, there was a good sale going on on Green Man Gaming. It was $32 for the Skyrim Legendary Edition. Nice. So I couldn't pass that up. So I, I pulled the trigger on that. Oh. Even though... I made a purchase this week, too. Um, me and my wife ordered a, a Wii U, finally. Hey! Yeah. Uh, we haven't gotten it yet. If you're ordering things from Target, don't expect to get them very quickly. We ordered it last weekend, and it's not coming until Monday. Ugh, oh, that um, sucks. That does suck. Yeah, I, I ordered, because I, uh, Monster Hunter, I ordered Monster, Monster Hunter 3 from Amazon. I ordered it Monday. 40 bucks, right? Monday in the afternoon, and it got dropped off on Wednesday. It Amazon's was 35 great. Um, can't beat that. So I, I I had to pull the trigger on that, but Amazon's so fast. I probably we we ended up getting a deal because of, you know my wife has the Target card or whatever that takes a percentage off. Um, but I think I would have rather paid the extra thirty bucks and to get just it. had it. Did you get the already. the basic model? Yeah, we got yeah. the the white the white. One. I was reading that uh, that's probably the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because only really the only other thing you get from the bigger one is a bigger hard drive. I think mm-hmm. it comes with like a holder for the for the big tablet screen thing, yeah. but I don't care about that. Um and you can just add a external hard drive to the Wii U, so that'll be enough for me. Plus they don't have anything out for you to download yet anyway. Right, and it's only 8 gigabytes and 32 gigabytes. So yeah. 32 gigabytes really isn't that much space, so um I'll be adding a hard drive space anyway, so yeah. yeah, good. Wii U. Uh, what else? I think Congratulations. That's all I Thanks. I'm excited. A new so, console in the family. So, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I really can't. That's good, Dan. Monster Hunter 3. And we got the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U mm-hmm. or Wii. Whatever. New Super Mario Brothers U. Yeah. I almost yeah. bought a puzzle the other night. The girlfriend and I were going to do a puzzle, and I thought better of it. But it was a Super Mario Brothers puzzle. Oh, really? I thought that that would be kind of cool. That's to, adorable. To tweet. Yeah. But I just, I was like, eh. Cool, yeah. Eric. Yeah. You know what, Will? <laughs> I'm getting older. Uh, Dan, you were talking about your sale on Green Man Gaming. We should mention, um, get your your Amazon games now. Yeah. They're yeah. having a pretty big sale. Oh, yeah, they are having a huge sale. It, it wasn't Green Man Gaming, like it was Gamefly. It Who was. has great deals? Yeah, they do. And you can, you can put them on Steam. Yeah, because Steam, Steam was, that's, that's, that's absolutely right. I did get the Steam code for it. Um, the... So distracting. Yeah, I should be used to it because my dog barks all the time. America. But uh, Steam's sale on on Skyrim was fifty bucks, so I got eighteen dollars off of that, even for getting it from GameFly. Yeah. So 
great deal. Hey, great deal. Um, but that's all I have to talk about for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the microphones picked that up. They did. Um, you can hear everything upstairs. Sure. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great. Uh, Corey, how was your week? Uh, it was good. It's good, to, really good to be home. Um, when you when you're stuck in the city. Mm-hmm. Week after week after right week. Right in the thick of it. It's nice to see some grass and uh, lay in it. And I mm-hmm. took a nap today, actually. In the grass? Shirtless in my swim trunks. Did you set your tent up yet? Not yet. T- tomorrow. Christy, my girlfriend, said, uh, you know, if Corey doesn't want to camp out in his parents' backyard, he can just stay with us <laughs> if he wants. I was like, no, I think he's looking forward to well, that. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, I am. I, I, I Last night I slept on a mattress on Will's floor in his bedroom. Um which it was kind of nice because I was playing around with his Wii U and I made a, a Wii. I'll talk about that later if we make it that far. But uh, I made I made a account and everything, and I took the little gamepad um, and climbed into bed and turned off the TV. I didn't need that anymore and just watched Netflix on the little gamepad. How was it? Was it good? The, the video I watched yeah. was good. Good. Um, Did you play Zombie U? No, I haven't played anything on it yet. I just messed around That's with it. That's all I'm doing Saturday. I hope nobody plans on seeing me. Fine. <laughs> all right. I... I briefly played zombie you i just walked around for like a minute right. it was too hot in will's room for me to stay in there for very long i'll need you to get in there <laughs> it's, uh, it was brutal it's nice at night they have the the big ceiling fan and it sucks in big all sucky. the cool air yeah big sucky which is uh which is uh rough rough mm-hmm. what <laughs> i don't know i didn't really have much to talk about so you okay. can you can skip over me all right it's good to be home though yeah Eric, what do you got for us? I had just a couple things, Dan. Uh, t- Television-wise, mm-hmm. I started watching The Cosby Show, which is probably the most underrated television show of all time, in my opinion. And if you have access to it, you should watch it, because it's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Yeah, our, our sister who's in studio really liked The oh, Cosby Show. Yeah? Say hi. The day. Hi. <laughs> the Cosby Show's hilarious, and Bill Cosby knows just the timing to deliver a good line. Yeah, he's a good comic. He's really funny, and uh, that's a great show. I don't mm-hmm. know why it's not more appreciated, like a Cheers or something. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's really funny. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, because it, yeah. is, it is really funny. Uh, do you watch Roseanne? Uh, I'm not the biggest Roseanne fan. I never liked Roseanne growing up. Should I watch it But again? I've been watching it recently, and I cannot stop laughing throughout the episode. I know somebody that's a huge Roseanne fan. Really? Yeah. That's I'll check it out. I wonder if it was the same kind of thing with Cosby Show. Because I, when I was young, I didn't care for the Cosby Show either. But now I, I think it's hilarious. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and then I started watching a new show that actually only has one episode out. It's called Drunk History, and it's on Comedy Central. And it's really good. It's basically what it is is they get a bunch of comedians together, and they each pick a topic of history to talk about, but they get hammered first. I'm talking not drunk, hammered <laughs> drunk. And then they'll talk about this this uh, thing that happened in history. Like one of the things was Watergate, one of the things was Lincoln getting shot, and one of the things was something with Elvis Presley. But it's one comic who's drunk talking about it, and then there's like actors that act the whole scene out, mm. and when they're talking, their move, their mouths are moving, but the words that come out of their mouths are being made by the comedian. comedian. And it's really funny. So they're like doing improv while the yeah. drunk comedian is giving. That it's sounds awesome. Really fucking good. And uh, my favorite guy so far has been um, the dude from Parks and Recreation. He plays Ben Wyatt. I can't. I, Adam Scott. 
Yeah. Okay. Adam Scott. He's really, really good on there. So check that out. That just started on Comedy Central, and I really like it a lot. So, and the last thing I want, I wanted to mention. This is this is up for vote with you guys. Mm-hmm. I I finally accomplished this on FIFA this week. I became the champion of Division One mm-hmm. on Seasons. Hey. And I wanted to count that towards no. beating a game. No. I think it's fair. Well, that's I'm a, telling that's a you, feat. that is a fucking long haul, man. The only issue I have with it, yeah, and it's not even that big of an issue. It's open to discussion. But you we had put, go, yeah, you had put so much work into it prior to the time we started. You've been building up to that for a very long time. I know, but that's the thing. It took me almost a year. Yeah, I think it should be counted. Yeah. I mean, it took, that's a feat, man. There, there's me, only fifty thousand people that have even made it to true, Division that's One. That's true. I mean, it is it is it is a pretty good feat. Pretty good. An average feat. That I might feel, be I could, my my proudest feat as a video I mean, gamer. Let, let's be honest. I could probably pull it off in like a couple no, weeks. you couldn't. I, <laughs> Not a fucking chance. I mean, weekend. How, how maybe. hard is it? None. You have no chance. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to argue anymore. If somebody else wants to argue, otherwise, yeah, that's fine. Give it to him. Yeah, give it. to I him. I think it's fair. Thank you. I appreciate that because that was. Uh, I was very excited. I needed to win. Uh, I came down to my last three games. I had to win two of them and tie one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, nice. I had a couple games in there that came right down to the last minute. I scored in the last minute to win it. and It was really, really a good accomplishment. My mm-hmm. finest athletic accomplishment. Nice. As it really? Out. Even more so than the hockey? No. Okay. <laughs> that's an. That's like. That's you know weird. how we don't talk about. You guys don't talk about Final Fantasy. Yeah. It's like that. We try not to too right. much right. anyway. Okay. My finest video game accomplishment. Nice. Nice work. Well over two hundred games played. Right. Okay. Will, what do you got for us this week? I feel like I did some stuff, but I don't really remember any of it. Yeah. None. Like like I said, none of us took notes, so um, not a whole whole lot we remember. I mean, so. I worked, but other than that, I mean. Okay. Played the last of Played us. with your Wii? Yeah, played with my Wii mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. That's Gimli. Yeah, <laughs> Gimli's, Gimli's barking, isn't he? Can you say yeah, what you were going to say to everybody? Freaking ham. Say, hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just warms your heart. Adorable. Uh, I mean, you're, you're, what's the word, tempering him for his future. Yeah. Um, yeah. As having a seat. On Max. The show. I figure once he's th- four or five, he yeah. can have a. Max, how long have, before you're going to be on the podcast, do you think? How many years? How many? Can you say a number? Number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a number. How about four? Four. Okay. You can four have years. Two. You can have Eric's spot now. Make it two and we'll, you got a deal. Two? Could probably in two years. Maybe right. four. Yeah, we'll sure be playing some know. iPad games regularly. Oh, yeah. Well, he already is. He does enjoy yeah. that. Games, so. If he beats it, let us know. I will. We'll, we'll count it. We'll count it. Mm-hmm. He likes scribble knots a lot, actually. Who doesn't? By the way, Dan, are Corey and I tied now at threes? Until a little bit later. Oh, yes. Shit. <laughs> you are both tied at three. Eric. How about that? Watch your language. Oh. <laughs> I've been drinking. Say it's okay. All right. <laughs> Well, we're we're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break. And, we're gonna coo over Dan's child for a and, little and bit, and be Aren't and we? be right back with our main segment on Magic 2014 right after this. Okay. 
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 102 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment, which we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering 2014. So, of all of us, Corey played quite a bit more than the rest of us kind of put together. Nerd. Right? Yeah, probably Nerd. all you put together. But Oh, yeah. If, uh, Eric, you said you played about four, four yeah, hours. I got about Dan. four hours, too. Will I got about 20 minutes. So I got about 16 hours. Yeah, a little over. So I got about double what you guys played. Right. Uh, so at the very most basic level, Magic the Gathering 2014 is basically a digital recreation of the popular card game. Yeah. Um, at the most basic level. It's uh, digital magic. Yep. Yeah, which uh, I, I actually didn't quite understand that's what it was until I started actually playing it. Yeah. Um, and they tack on some cinematics. Yeah. Uh, and they give there's you a, there's little a little bit of a storyline story for the campaign. Which, yeah. It yeah, just doesn't register. It's fine. The, the only th- interesting thing I got out of the campaign was the different types of things that you face, the different decks that different you deck fight. Types, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which was cool. As uh, Magic Gathering rookies like you are, yeah, would be very interesting to people like you, right? Because we haven't seen, <laughs> we haven't seen it all like you have. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, we I haven't mean, been around, have we, Corey? It, it's true. I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot. A lot of, of penis. A lot of. <laughs> Cool, Corey. Uh, no, I, I mean that with, with all sorts of respect. But it 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 does a really good job of, of demonstrating to you. And I kind of describe the game as a sales pitch for the new release that they do every year, yeah. Magic 2014. Yeah. Uh, because what they do is they do a really good job of showing you the types of cards and the types of decks and the types of booster packs that will all be coming out very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you guys just play the campaign? I played a little bit of the campaign, and I did a couple of the challenges. Okay. I did some of the sealed. Okay, sealed so we mode. can talk about that. Will? Yeah. I played you in a game and tried doing the campaign. Oh, that's right. Will and I played one match against each other online. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to play it, Corey. This was before you even mentioned that you wanted to play. Last week at the podcast? It was the day after the podcast. Yeah. Oh. How did that go? Uh, I won, but not by much. Yeah. It, we had the same deck. Oh, you just, got, a, you just got a better draw. because yeah, we had both just downloaded the game. We both played, like, one match, and then we played online, and at that point, all you have unlocked is the starter deck. Right. Uh, Garrick's Wild Hunt, or whatever it is. Now, here's my question. Yes. I don't understand. Like, when you play online, do you... How do you build your deck? Okay. So here's... okay. If you don't know what Magic the Gathering is, we should say, it's a... Card game from the late 80s, I think it was, or early 80s is when it was started. Um, And it's based around, you have creatures, you have spells you can cast, and mana, which is basically your resource that you play. And there's different types of mana um, that you can play, and and those different types of mana correspond to your cards, and each card requires a certain different type of mana. Um, What was the original question? Uh, oh, how you build, how you build your decks your deck, online. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's like a, it's a strategic card game that people yeah. have been playing for a very long time, collectible card game. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Um, so the sealed play uh, is one of the game modes. The yep. campaign is one thing, and basically the way the campaign works is you play with a deck, you play through these... Pre-built. You, you pre-built deck, you fight these planeswalkers, and if you can keep using the same deck, and as you do, as you progress through the game and win matches, you'll unlock cards for that deck. And you can unlock 30 cards for every deck in the game. Yeah. And those 30 cards, you can go to the deck manager and swap in and out. Just the cards you unlock. Just the cards you unlock. Okay, so do you build your online deck through sealed mode? That's another. That's a totally different game mode. So as you progress through the game, you'll unlock more and more decks. Okay. And as you use those decks, you can use the decks... For any type of gameplay, 
Um, that's you, even if you're playing online, you can still unlock cards with whatever deck you're using. Oh, so you can use the pre-built decks for yeah for certain types of gameplay. Sealed play is a different thing. Okay. Um, but the two the online game modes are free for all, two-headed giant, and those you can use the pre-made decks that are in the game. And in addition to the cards that you've unlocked, and you have to go to deck manager to you know situate the the deck that the way that you want. And there's even though it's a pre-built deck with 30 cards as a sideboard, you can swap in and out whatever you want. Um, so the way sealed play works is sealed play is a way to play with just booster packs. And I'm actually going to an event at 20 sided store in Brooklyn next Friday, um, is the release of the magic, the gathering 2014, whatever it's called. And what they do at midnight, which is the time of the release, um, you sign up, it's 25 bucks and you get six See, Jared was going to be on the podcast, but he went out to, uh, barbecue or whatever yeah dick yeah he's the one that knows all this stuff but anyway you show up at the at this place with a bunch of other people that want to play magic you pay 25 bucks you get six booster packs and every this is sealed play in the in the the computer game um oh i see you unlock your booster packs and whatever you have in your booster booster pack which is random to a certain extent um you build a deck out of and it's a 40 card deck not including lands um 40 cards includes the lands, but the, the booster packs you want to open and the cards you take out of there, you know, the, you don't count lands in the inside of the booster packs. So you just build a deck based on the cards that you open up, mm. which is the way sealed play works in the game as well. Um, you start with, I think, like four boost, three booster packs or something. I don't remember. And then you build a deck from that. But one thing it does in this game, I don't know if it did it in the past. This is the first Magic the Gathering game I've played, but... The, the one thing it does is you can choose a certain, like, you could, as many cards as you want, but if there's, like, f- you know, five or six cards you really want in your deck that you really like, you can just put them in and then hit autocomplete, and it'll autocomplete the rest of your deck, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and you can do sealed play offline and online. And in, in the offline mode, the further you go, the more booster packs you unlock. Um, and you take that deck that you've used through single player to play online mm. <clears throat> against other people. Okay. Um, Sealed plays a lot of fun. I did. I I played and beat the campaign. Hey. I played and beat the challenge. All the challenges. Wow. I played and beat sealed play. Wow. Jeez. And I played and beat the revenge campaign, Jeez. which wow. is what you do after you play the right re- through the regular campaign. It's a harder version of all the, the people that you've fought. Nicely huh. done. Um. So I think that counts as beating a game. Oh yeah. I beat everything yeah. that's that's in it. Um, okay. in right, sixteen hours. In sixteen hours, so I really haven't played since the lead of our games beaten list. Yeah, with four, that's yeah. pretty good. That is that's good. pretty good. That's good. Uh, but I, I, I really loved the hell out of it, and and I like Magic: The Gathering a lot. We, I haven't really played um, hard copy, you know, without the computer game. But once I started playing, I couldn't stop playing. I was playing at work when I shouldn't have been. I was playing. I played the whole time on the bus ride uh, from from Brooklyn to, to How here. Did you do that laptop. on my laptop. Oh, just plug it in played offline and that's one of the great things about steam is when i was home i'd play on my desktop uh when i was done i'd you know close it off and it would sync to the sync, cloud yeah. and i always made sure you know before i went to work to turn on my laptop at home so i could sync that get that game and then i'd play offline at work uh-huh. um and then you know close the laptop bring it home open it up open up the game so it would sync and then just go back and play on my desktop yeah uh so so it was it was it was really great but um I mean, I don't really know what you talk about with this game. The, the online... Oh, the sealed play is new. They didn't have that before. Right. Which is big. A lot of people were clamoring for that. 
I'm trying to think. I don't really know what else new that they had. The the multiplayer is is fun. I played a lot of multiplayer games. Um, Online. Yeah. The kind of, the thing that sucks about it is people can drop out whenever. So as soon mm. as they realize, and, and a lot of times in Magic you can realize you, you're sunk well before you're actually sunk. And a lot of it it seems like is what hand you draw at the beginning, which is what makes it so much fun. If you're gonna win. Yeah, and I mean you can you can you can you can play you can beat somebody who has an awesome deck by just drawing a really good hand yeah. which yeah. i like about it well it's the element of luck yeah it's um that's Would, what makes it so much fun see i don't always love the element of luck in a video game i want the better player but to there's win. i mean the, and there's a inherent amount of skill required oh, to, absolutely. to win there's by a, far there's a lot of strategy involved in this game yeah. but a lot of it is luck depending on what, what oh sure, cards sure you draw. sure um, yeah, I mean, there's been, there's been games where I knew from the start, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to win this and yeah. I, I win. Um, and vice versa. There's like, oh, I got this wrapped up just by looking at what I had. Um, but I don't know. What do you, what, what was your guys' experience with it? Yeah, I really liked it too. Uh, what I, what I liked about it especially was like Corey said, I think we, we talked a little bit before the episode started, um, the different types of decks that you fight and, and their things. Like I had one that, that I fought against that was all that they didn't summon any creatures. It was all, um, all their things were spells to add more of their lands. It was mountains. Um, and then they like, based on how many mountains they had, they would cast like a fireball spell that, that would, would do a, as many damage as land. As, yeah. Destroy, destroy the creature or, or you know, spread out the damage amongst creatures, and and they didn't summon anybody. So unless you could get a bunch of people summoned right away, and 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 fighting and doing damage, you, you know, they right. Like if if you gave it enough time, it would like crush you. Right. And I can't remember what that was called, but it had a weird name. Yeah, I can't I can't remember the deck, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It was it's awesome. all yeah, it's all red spells. Mm-hmm. Um, similar sorceries and instants. Similar to that, when I was playing the campaign, I played. Um, I beat the first part of the campaign. I can't remember what the land was called, but it was... Innistrad? Yep. And it was mostly, like, zombie decks. Yeah. And the one the one battle, um, basically the character you're playing against, they tried to just bring out... It was, like, zombies. A ton of, like, a ton of yeah, crappy quantity creatures. over quality. Yeah. It was a bunch of 1-1 one, one cards. But they worked together, like, all zombie creatures get plus 1, yeah, plus 1. Yeah, yeah, it had thing. a bunch of things like that where, like, yeah, every human you put into play gets 1-1 one, one right. or whatever Counters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of spells they put on their cards to make them better. And I just couldn't, until I figured out how to, how to defeat it, I just couldn't keep up with the quantity of creatures they were putting out. Yeah. Right? And that's the the thing I learned is you just kind of got to adapt. Yep. And and a lot of, of that adaptation is using a different deck. And that's what I did. Right. You're like, okay, maybe the deck I have just isn't right for this. Yep. So you switch to a different deck that's better at countering, like, a lot of creatures. Mm-hmm. I actually never did that. I, I still continue with the green deck. You know, and that's I really liked I the green deck. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. And there's a card in there called Predator Ooze, which, uh, yeah, three mana, three forests, and it's indestructible. Uh-huh. And every time it attacks, you put a 1-1 counter on it. I never got that one. Yeah, I ended a, up unlocking that's that That's a one. sweet card. I actually... It, it, and again, I talk about how the game is an ad for the cards that are coming out. I want to build a deck based around that card. That's yeah, how much. That's, cool. that's how much. Like when that card came out, it was pretty much guaranteed to win. But there were times. Um, so what? I don't even know what that means. Indestructible. You just can't kill it. You can't destroy it by do- dealing damage to it. What okay. you can do is exile it. Oh, if, okay. if somebody has a card a that's spell. an exile, you can exile it from the battlefield. Right. Um, what does that mean now? Destroy exile? a card and move it to the to the 
graveyard or whatever. No, ex- exile means um, exile is different than destroying it. When you exile it, you actually remove it from play, so it doesn't even go in your graveyard. Oh, okay? it's gone. It's just okay. gone. Unless, uh, like, there's a card called Oblivion Ring, which exiles a creature. Um, but if Oblivion Ring gets destroyed, that creature comes in ba- back into play. So Oblivion Ring, I think it's a, an enchantment. If you have a card that destroys an enchantment, you can destroy that Oblivion Ring to get your creature back into play. Okay. Um, how did you guys feel about the... I know you haven't played as much as I have, but like the rules, like playing through the game, where you always kind of sh- you always kind of knew what was going on, or sometimes were you like, what, the, what just I, happened? I, I knew for the most part because I, I, I had bought a deck and and played a little bit so i had a i had a rudimentary understanding but i did learn like a lot um just just from playing both both in strategy and learning what some of the rules meant and so did i because i didn't know so did i by by far i think it's a great way to teach you how to play the game a lot better than than just reading the rules because even there's some like unclear rules in the in the actual rule book you know yeah um, if you're interested in magic, yeah, this is a great way to get started. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's only ten bucks. So even yeah. if you have like, you're kind of like, mm, I don't know. Maybe. It seems really nerdy. Yeah, just, just it's ten bucks. It's it's really like it's and really fun. And if you're fun. playing online, nobody will know. Right. Exactly. If you're no, on your computer, VR. And no one's gonna find your deck laying around. Of the four of us, Corey's the only one that's had extensive. Right. I pl- a kind of extensive play. I played it when I was younger, and then I mm-hmm. recently bought bought a deck and played a little bit. Right. But... So I learned a lot too, and the differences in the decks. And I actually switched from the red deck back to the green deck uh-huh. um, to end up uh, defeating the first. Which scenario. red deck was it? The fire wave one. I don't know. Yeah, it was a woman. There's a few red ones. There's not very. There's not a good black one. Um, at least there's still a few decks I haven't unlocked. I don't know. The only deck I unlocked all the cards in was the green one. Um, there's a, there's uh, like you know three or four other that I unlocked maybe five cards in. How do you manipulate that deck? Like get rid of. You got to go to deck manager, right? And you can go in there, and it will auto adjust the land for you based on your mana curve, right? Um, it'll look at the cards you have and how much mana it costs to, to cast them, and it will auto adjust for you, okay. which is nice, yeah. For, for beginners. That is um, nice. And, and I wish, I don't know if they have, this might exist, I don't know, but I wish for, like, all my hard uh, cards, I could, like, scan them or something and put them into a database and build the deck through the database rather than doing it yeah. on paper because the game does a really good job of sorting the cards based on whatever you want, based on whatever filters, you know, color, uh, rarity, uh, mana cost. You can sort them however you want, and that's really helpful for building a deck. Right. You can uh, You can build it in, like... A quarter of the time it takes you to build it on the on the hard copies. Yeah. But I really I really love the hell out of it. I don't know how much I'm gonna play it now. Like I'll probably want to play online. But now that I sort of unlocked everything other than the cards themselves. Yeah, I I found myself really getting into the battles, and uh, it gets I don't I don't know if intense is the word, but as intense as a card yeah, game can it, be. As intense as a ten dollar card Com- game, over simulated card against game. the computer right. can be. Right. I. I mean, for ten bucks, it was totally worth it. Yeah. Especially if you're—I can't stress this enough. If you're interested in magic at all, and you don't know anything about it, you don't know how to play it. This is a great introduction to it. Absolutely. Yeah, I got a good sure. sixteen hours out of ten yeah. bucks. Yeah. Um. No, this is fine, Corey. Oh, sorry, I'm a, giving Eric a beer. I just need a bottle opener. Uh, let's flop does it make you guys want to get more into magic? It does, but yeah. the, the problem that I have, and I was talking about this with somebody, is that 
I don't want to sink any money into it when I don't really feel like I ha- I'm gonna actually play against people with hard copy up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Corey, if I if I knew you lived here and I felt like there was a chance we'd play a lot, I I definitely would put some money into it. But right now, I just I don't know. You know. I get it, the, and it's like the thing about the, that makes it so alluring is like you just get an idea about a deck, and it's yeah. like these. You think of like two or three cars, and you're like, these cars would work awesome together. I want to you know build a deck based me. around. That. I want to build a black and white deck. That's it's, what I want to build. It's been done for sure, yeah. for sure. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I like the black with the zombies and just like the. Ugh. Hell yeah, and they're like online, you can just like Google extremely cheap decks to build like a cheap effective deck and you can build a really effective deck for like 15 bucks well i know that but i won't use it my deck that i had built that's the thing for me was was green and blue you just bought the the pre-made right what do you mean that you bought like a oh, box. no i bought i bought a like a boot starter pack with like 200 oh, okay 200 oh, cards. nice nice not you, not you adjust the, at all. Not in the game, but my actual yeah, yeah. like. Did you adjust cards. at all? Yeah, yeah. I I, I built. You should build my should own bring deck. them on Saturday. We'll play. I should. We should do a two-headed giant. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. The two-headed giant. The way that works. Should is... I go buy some cards? I'm not playing Saturday. Why? Oh, party. his friends are gonna be there. Oh. Chris Henry will play. Yeah, he will. Yes, yeah. he will. We'll fucking yeah. play. A two-headed giant is a lot of fun. Um, I don't like playing it online because it's really hard to communicate. Like. With your teammate, yeah. Um, I played a couple two-headed giant games online, and the one guy kept kept telling me I was doing the wrong thing. But we ended up clobbering the people we were playing by far, and I did way more damage than the other guy. He's a fucking magic elite. And it was so, it was so annoying because <laughs> yeah. he's like, "No, you should have saved that for the next turn." It's it's whole, it's the whole Monaco thing. Like everybody has something else going on in their head, and it's really hard to coordinate unless you're Corey, maybe sitting next to each he's other. Thirteen, fourteen. Or thinks or forty five. Think yeah. Either way, he thinks he has his shit together, yeah. but he really doesn't. No. And that's the thing. You, you just gotta kind of roll with it. Yeah. It, I mean, you know what you're doing. You're not stupid. Sure. Sure. You know, it fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So the new thing um, that's coming out with this new 2014 series is the slivers. Did you guys play any of the sliver decks? No. I don't think so. The slivers are really cheap, small creatures that all work together. We were talking about the zombie. Oops, I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate your beer. We were talking about the um, really small creatures that are, you know, they one work ones, together. but they work together. And this is what the slivers are. It's like all sliver creatures you control have first strike. Yeah. And even though it's a 1-1 one, one creature... That's really powerful because all your, yeah, and it's like... If you're attacking with 12 of them. Yeah, all your sliver creatures have haste. All your sliver creatures have plus one, plus one. All your sliver creatures have double strike. And once those all work together like that, they're so powerful. That's the thing I really liked about this game was just learning the different strategies that you could use. Sure. And I really think magic is such a cool thing. Just strategizing different ways to beat different decks. Yeah. Putting your own decks together and the, the different colors and... What each color has involved with it. Yeah. yeah. I and really like that. You did some of the challenges, you said. Yeah. Did you beat any of them? See, I keep confusing what exact, what game modes. I be, Was Prison Break one of them? The, no, that's that's part of the campaign. That's a skirmish encounter. Okay. There was, Early on. Is, is that the one where you have, the challenges were the ones where you have to kill everything in, in one, one turn. turn? Yeah. Okay, I beat the first one. Yeah. I couldn't beat the second one. I couldn't beat the one with the artifacts, the second one. Oh, right, yeah. That's, and those are really hard. Yeah, because you really have to know you have exactly to, what your cards are doing. And you have to think, yeah. like, ten steps in advance. That's what's you great about this turn. game, though. Right, and that's, I was going to say, the challenge is a great way to get you to think about the game the way they want you to think about it, yeah. like an expert would. Yeah. yeah. Is, is how can I have... 
you know, how can I make all these creatures attack in a and or block in a way that would let me win the game in this yeah. turn? Maximize yep. maximize your efficiency. Sure, really. Sure. And I, I would get to a point where I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> But I'm going for it. Right, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm swinging. I don't know if it's going to win yeah. or lose, but I'm I'm swinging. That's what I like about it. That's it, what... It gets you thinking. And I think that's why they start you with the green deck, because it's just a matter of... It's 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 a simple strategy. It's yeah. just, like, overpowering and just, yeah. you know, boosting up your creatures. Yeah. And, and the trample thing is really nice. And you don't have to think too much with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some other ones that are just insane. Um, one One of the cards I really liked was an artifact that... Uh, and this was in both the red and the green decks I used. Whenever you put a green or red card into play, you gained a, a point towards your life. A life, yeah. Or use a spell or a creature, you'd gain a, a point towards your life. Nice. And I found that. That was useful. If I had that, that was the first it card was, I got it out. It was like Magic Scepter or something like that, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, just, just added on green. point after point towards your life. Next thing you know, you're at 25 life. And you have no creatures out. Right. But... You, you got just the gain life, life sure. every because you're putting you're putting out land, land cards yeah. and you're getting life points towards it and it yeah. was just I thought that was a great a great card. So my whipped cream surprise deck that I actually physically have yes. is um, based on having a lot of creatures. It's all it's a it's a mostly white deck and the surprise is the red mountain blaze card that I love to use. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I so wait 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 what's the mana cost for that for the blaze? Yeah, it's one red one mountain red? and X mana. And you can play as many mana as you have available, and it does that much damage to target player. Target player? Yeah. Stupid. So what Magic I do... Magic is a sweet game. Right, yeah, and that, that was, really that was, that's my best deck, I think. I, it probably has the best record of all the decks that I had. But the way it works is it's just these shitty 1-1 creatures, and a lot of them have protection from creatures. Um, a lot of them I got from you. Oh. And they're, they're shitty cards, but the way they work is they just stall. It's just a yeah. stall until I get that blaze card, and and by that point, because I have a stall deck, I don't know. There's an official word for it. I don't know what it is, um, but I have Stupid. this stall deck, asshole. yep, an asshole deck yeah. that I've been playing. I have all these these a white army up, and then <laughs> then you 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 drop that blaze card and pay all the mana that you have yeah. built up over the time, and you can kill the person in one hit, even if they have like 15 health. They're just like son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the surprise. That's what's great about magic. Is that you can play any way yeah, you want, so many and that's not the that's not the best way. You, that you, if no, you, there's not a best way. Right. I don't think there is a best way. No, there isn't at all. Because anybody can can pick their own strategy, and hopefully it works. And I feel like what if you put a physical deck together? I feel like the physical game is a little bit more just has that personal touch to yeah. it, mm-hmm. where you you're like you make the connection with your deck because well, you've invested in it. And, yeah, and, you would put time into right. to putting what what you want together. And when it works, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of it depends on that first draw. Sure. And you can, I mean, I mulligan, I probably mulligan quite a bit. Um, Does, there's a, now, do mulligans in, in real life work the same way they do on the game? Yes and no. It depends on whatever rules you're okay. you're playing by. Um, me and me and Jared pl- always play a forced mulligan where if you have one, two, six, or seven mana, if you draw one, two, Six or seven mana, you get a free mulligan, okay. and you can draw seven cards again. Most people play, you can draw in whatever you have. If you don't like it, you can draw again, but you can only draw six cards. Okay. Now, I, I like what they did online, where yeah. you could take one hand. One mulligan. One mulligan free, for free yeah. with seven more cards. Yep, that's what I mean. And then from there on, it's one less. Sure. Yeah. I like that. I like that, too. I think that's the way to do it. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know. I love it. Will, your experience? 
for your 20 minutes? It was fun. <laughs> but did you really play anything, or did you just turn I it on and played, turn it around? Uh, I pretty much played you and fought Chandra or whatever. Okay. Chandra. The first person once and got my butt she kicked. got the red deck. The fire yeah. wave deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I lost to her, and I said, I'll come back to it. And then I got The Last of Us. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there's a deck in there, and I can't remember the name of it, but um, I won one of the very last revenge matches with this deck. I can't remember which it was. It was a red and, like, black and like green deck or something it was something weird like a three color deck and what it did was destroyed all creatures mm-hmm. on the battlefield yeah. and i actually i had including to use it your own correct including your own i had to use it twice and i still won by doing that and it was such a good feeling that sure. like killing my creatures in addition to theirs was a winning strategy in that yeah. match and it was just one of those things where you gotta do what you gotta do right there are some tough battles in there too like I, were. I, there was there was one that that i fought Shortly before I stopped stopped playing for for the time being, that had to I don't I, they have a specific name but like really high number of creatures. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of what they're called. It's it's almost like something like a titan, but it, that's not what it is. Titanfall. No, I can't. Was think it of artifact what creature? Like a golem or something? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But but they kept they had like two or three of them in their deck, and they would kept coming out and. That was my hardest battle that well, I ended the, up winning. I don't I know if you guys what caught this in the rules, but the way the campaign encounters work is they always have a, the, a set mm. of cards that they always come out with. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you kind of the more you play, the more you kind of realize this is what I need to beat this. Mm-hmm. So I right. mean, it's, they play it's them a in a specific order. It's a good way to learn. Yeah. One thing I learned is that I didn't know you could block with two creatures. I didn't know that I didn't either. E- I didn't either. And see, I Until, couldn't remember if you told me that when we played Corey yeah. in real life, and I was like, "God damn it, I don't remember." I don't remember Corey telling me that we could block with two creatures sure. against one attacker, yeah. and I was getting so pissed because I kept forgetting <laughs> that the computer could do that, and I was like, "Oh, fuck!" I had right, such right, a good right, plan right. laid out, and yeah. now they're going to kill my creature. Yeah, um, that was a bitch. But yeah, because one of the things the green deck has going for it is strong creatures right. with high yeah. high hit points right. and attack. So and you throw yeah. out uh, you know whatever creature with that on large spell, which gives it plus yeah. seven plus seven. Yeah. If they have like three creatures that can kill it, you're like fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I just I just love the the thing that I like about Magic the most is the difference between the decks and what you can do with them. Like the green deck, like you said, has all the creatures. Where the red deck was more spells that do direct damage yeah. to target yeah. creature or player. Yeah. And you can choose, and some of the spells would even split it up where there's three attacks. One attack would do one damage to target creature or player. The next would do two. The next oh, would yeah, do three. Oh, yeah, that was three. a card, yeah. I really like that because you could kill off a couple creatures maybe yeah. and then use the, th- the third attack with the three points for the actual player. The player. Right. And I, you know, the, the red deck was cool for that, but I actually had to end up switching back to the green deck to beat a couple of them. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And and one of one of my favorite colors is blue because it just does some really funky stuff. I have no experience blue with blue spells. Yeah. The blue no, stuff I have does a, some, yeah. I have a, a deck, an actual physical deck with a blue card in it that makes your opponents play with their hands revealed. Mm. Which is it's fun. it's just fun, you know? Yeah. It's a different, totally different, different element. That yeah. throws definitely throws a wrench into it. Yeah. I don't know. We, I could talk about Magic the Gathering forever, but it's a we've... really, really cool game. In, for in, only ten bucks, and they come oh out with them God. every year. So I mean, it's this is just my first experience with one. But uh, again, like these guys said, and I'll reiterate: if if you're thinking about Magic or are curious at all, just just try it. You know, it'll yeah. it'll run you through how to play. 
and it's a good way to learn, and it's a cheap way to learn. You get to play with a lot of cards you wouldn't be able to afford with $10, um, yeah. which, again, is it's a huge advertisement for and the And it game, makes you play the tutorial, right? I don't think you have to I play the tutorial. It. I think oh, you, see, now I played it. You can say, like, I'm very experienced playing Magic, because it asked you at the beginning how okay, much Magic I, have you I, played. I said the middle. So did but, I. But, yeah, I... Uh, I wanted to play the tutorial just because I know I haven't played yeah, much yeah. and I knew there was rules that I wasn't familiar with. Sure. Yeah, sure. But I think I think it's a thumbs up from all of us. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, for ten um, bucks. If you yeah. played Pokemon cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you should yeah. give Magic a try because that's Are really even, where all the, that stuff came from. You know, even if you're like a, a pitch player or something, I feel right. like you'll get something out of this. You'd be like, I could see this the fun strategy in this. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, shit. If you got a couple friends that are interested and. In, you guys like to hang out and you're looking for something different to do? It might be a little nerdy, but who gives a shit? Yeah. We all have it on PC, right? Yeah. Yes. We should do a two-headed giant every now and again. We should. It's quick. You know, it would take like 20 minutes. Me and Corey versus Dan and Will? No, you can buy... Probably, that's probably <laughs> how it would work. Keep the team. Oh, yeah, the we same. didn't mention that the microtransactions. Yeah, you can you can buy additional packs and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You can I unlock everything by paying if you want. Right. Which I thought about, but eh. Yeah. How much is it? They're like ninety nine cents or a dollar ninety nine. Ninety nine stuff. cents a, a deck, correct? That's something Which, like that. I don't I'd know how I feel about that. I'd rather just play and unlock it. I don't like being that guy, but you know, I like having the option. Like, if you want to yeah. pay to unlock everything, fine. But you should have the option of Remember playing. Remember the to old days it. when if you didn't want to play through it to unlock it, you just use a cheat code. Game genie. There's no such thing anymore. Smash Brothers. Anyone? Uh, I got you. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm a couple beers away from being drunk, but uh, you can you bet by the next vodka? by the next segment I'll be there. There's a little liquor. Uh, maybe I'll have a shot. Shoot. I I try to stay away from liquor. Your Allison's driving. I can have liquor. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on Magic: The Gathering 2014? No, thumbs up from all of us. Yeah, I'm really excited. You guys liked it too. Oh, I did I really like it. It, it was, was great. Really good. Yeah. It was something I needed right now for the video game. I said I that to you, right? Yeah, it didn't pull me completely out of it, but it was something different. Yeah, something you know where I could learn something that I, I was interested in in real life, yeah. and not just video games. Uh, how did it run on your laptop? Fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. For whatever reason, I have no idea why. Um, on my laptop, it wouldn't show the. It would show the card, but not the art on the card. Really? Yeah. Well, no, I annoying. didn't have that issue. No idea why. Which would take away, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, the yeah, artwork definitely. is really cool. On yeah, all, the art's all... really good. I mean, when I was in a band in high school, uh, the name of our band came from Magic Cards. You should see if you can get one of those cards. Build a deck around it. Unified Strike. Unified Strike. I took... It was actually my idea. I took a uh, half a name from one card and half a name from the other one. It was Unified Strike. Oh, see, I thought it was one card. It might have been. Let me look. You might be right. Let's look up this card in the break. Uh I'll look it up during the break. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Feedback Roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 102 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we got a couple voicemails, which I will play first. So here we go. Here's the first one. Transcript not available. Yeah. Sometimes the transcript is funnier than the voicemail. Hey, guys. This is Idaho Jake. And uh, I was kind of hoping you'd play this at the beginning of the podcast because this is kind of a big deal. Um, kind of shows that Xbox 
is planning on screwing everybody by saying that they're going to have two free games by July 1st that are Assassin's Creed 2 and Halo 3, but yet the only fucking game we got was this tower defense strategy game and not the games we were promised at E3. Uh, just kind of shows what Xbox plans are to screw everybody instead of giving us what they promised. Like they have throughout the whole goddamn E3 and their <laughs> event. PlayStation has been clear to the point of showing, hey, we're going to do this, and in July, we're going to give you like 10 free games. And Xbox can't even deliver the two games they promised. <laughs> so I hope you can play this at the beginning to open up the discussions about why people should not buy the Xbox One, because Xbox apparently does not have a plan for the future. And PlayStation does. All right. Bye. All right, so that was from Idaho Jake. Thanks, Idaho Jake. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier on in the episode at the beginning, um, and, and we're all in agreement. There was definitely some mixed messaging there, and I think if Don Matrick had not wanted to, quote-unquote, uh, leave Microsoft for a new job, that they would have they would have shit-canned him because a lot of that was his fault for, for, for mixed messaging. Um, not a single person from Microsoft gave a direct answer or the same answer throughout all of E3. Every, you know, every support was giving different answers. All the different Microsoft heads were giving different answers. It was just, just a bad, bad PR move. Um, one right after the other, all throughout E3. That's really even, when the showcase was on them, big time. You know, even before that too, with their console announcement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was just, it was just a disaster. I think. It, I think it was oh, mostly. Oh that's at best. That's an understatement. Putting at it, best, putting it, is, it lightly. It hot garbage over there, at Microsoft. <laughs> it's it's so embarrassing if, in so many different ways. I mean, you could look back and and think back to when we talked about this was before any any new console was announced. When we talked about what it would take for us to switch over, not necessarily Corey, but Will, Dan, and myself to switch over to PlayStation next gen, we said... A lot. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft would have to just completely fuck up. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah, Damned if that's not what they did. It would be great to go back and listen to that because we would probably have a really good laugh. Damned if that's not what they did. And he nailed it, like how clear PlayStation has been with their messaging. Granted, they haven't been under the the microscope like like Xbox has. But, Corey, I would argue that's because they've been so clear. Exactly, and they earned that right to just kind of coast through this whole thing. I don't know if any of you guys saw um, Jack Tratton. Tratton? Tratton? Yeah, Um, Tratton. On Greggy Miller's Up at Noon on IGN. No. It was just, he was just so charming and, like, funny and, like, calm. Is he the dude that looks like Drew Carey? Yeah. 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 He yeah, looks, I like him. He, he looks like a mix between Drew Carey and I. I think he, he reminds me a lot of um, Shatner, William Shatner. And he was just like down to earth and yes. so interesting and funny. And and Greg Miller's like so like how much are you enjoying this? And he's like, I got to be honest, I'm I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. They're, they're, he's like, I you know, E3 was stressful, but when it was all over, I just had to take it all in because people were literally like it, it seemed like 
like Jesus Christ was on stage and all the plebeians were like yeah. crying and cheering, Eric being one of them. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and go ahead. I just wanted to mention if you want to see like a funny thing with like a head guy at a corporation, look up the video of PlayStation's used game policy. Oh, it features yeah. him with how to share used games. Yeah, how to share used games. It's him and uh, some Asian guy. Is it him? No, it wasn't. It's not that him. wasn't him. It was a different um, guy. I'm the worst. No, it's fine. I know I what you know mean. Who the, you who's sure the Japanese dude that's with him? I don't remember. Are you sure it's not him? No, yeah, it's, it's not, not Trenton. Mm-hmm. I'm looking back. Um, it's, it's the head of the indie games thing. That's that's who runs the indie games division okay. of Sony. When I say and I don't remember what his Drew name is. Drew Carey guy, that's who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, then okay. no, that's not Jack Trenton. Even though Jack Trenton kind of looks like Drew Carey without glasses, I'm maybe. Look Jack um, but it was just, I mean, that whole E3 thing, and he surreptitiously slid in, like, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's, we support used games, and it's really, really cheap, and you're going to have to pay to play online through PlayStation Plus, and we have all these other things that are really awesome, and everybody's like, woo, and he just slid that in there so yeah. nice. Like, it was just a masterful. Well, I think people almost expect that at this point, though, having to pay. Right. So, right. Yeah, so yeah. everyone was like, that's, whatever. That's a good point, yeah. And you, for, for, for really for PlayStation Plus, like you, you get your money's worth because of all the free games you get. Yeah. Um, Microsoft kind of dropped the ball on theirs because they they said that well, they made it seem like you were getting Halo 3 and, and Assassin's Creed 2 in July. Exactly. And everybody thought everybody so, thought including, it. which I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, Including Xbox support, right? Like people, which is insane. Xbox, Microsoft itself was saying, "Just wait for July, and you'll get your Halo Three and Assassin's Creed 2. How do you mess that up? Yeah. I, and here's the thing, and I, I mentioned this earlier. Great that you're getting Assassin's Creed Two and Halo Three, but Jesus, those games have been out for quite a while here, boys. Six years. Six years. Five years. Fair enough. You. Get your PlayStation Plus subscription. You just got Battlefield Three and Uncharted but Three for free. For your ten years of service, you get ten Microsoft points. <laughs> Sick. That'll buy you nothing. Uh, nothing. Maybe a shirt on no, the no uh, no. Avatar. Those, those, those are argue, eighty. Those I'd are argue 80 that points. it even got you that. Those, those are eighty. Yeah, the the, the clothes for your uh, Avatar are about eighty points each. I, it they just makes you wonder so, what the fuck goes on over at Microsoft. Slap in the face. Everything I keep hearing is it's incompetent employees that that people just don't care, don't know what they're doing. It, it's both. Um, it's got to be. It's it's it's. A lot of the indie indie developers that have tried to work with Microsoft say they're just incompetent. It's they're, a complete fuck up. Yeah, absolutely, absolute complete fuck up. They need leadership, clean, clean wise, house. or just everything. Just everything. Just every, I think uh, it top just to trickles bottom. down. Top, top, top to bottom. bottom. Yeah, top Corey. to bottom. Just incompetence. Yeah. That's I mean, everything I've read. I wonder how much of that has to do with Microsoft being in the game for a shorter period of time than Sony. Maybe. Um, well, I mean, when you look at it, it seems like. I, I mean, I think it's fair to say last generation Microsoft probably won. Yeah, at least in North oh, America. Yeah, definitely, America, definitely. Yeah. It's hard to I argue think with that. Sony adapted, and they learned from their mistakes, and they corrected their mistakes. That's and excellent point. And that's that's just what happened. And Microsoft kind of, I think, they just went off of well, we won last a generation, cocky so coming in. yeah, people that followed are, us last generation are, are just going to no follow us. They're going to buy in yeah. whatever we give them next generation, and. That might be true for some people, but I think gamers are a smart community. Yeah, Microsoft came in a little Top Gun. They did. They yeah. they came in a little bit. Well, oiling just, oiling each other up on the uh, uh, yeah. volleyball court. Here, you're going to just do what we want you to do, and I think gamers are a little smarter than that, at least yeah. for the most part. Yeah, the bro gamer will stay with Microsoft. We 
will not. I the connoisseurs. I abandoned the, the, Microsoft. The connoisseurs of gaming, as as we would call ourselves, yeah. will be switching because PlayStation sees what the gamer wants. They see the the promise of the indie game culture and what it has to offer, and they're they're just they're they're nailing it. Yeah. And Absolutely. Microsoft again fucks up with the Assassin's Creed 2 and Halo 3 announcement. Defense yeah. Grid. Again, with us, with Defense Grid, which, by its own right, could be a good game. Yeah, but it's, but it's not point. that A-plus title, Assassin's Creed or Halo. Yeah. It, it, Halo. Which, right. if you look at it, That's is what they should have come with. I just, yeah. I, I, it, it, it's just baffling to me that there's nobody in that building that's like... <laughs> right? You know, maybe this isn't a great idea to put Defense Grid out you when know, everybody thinks you know they're what? getting Assassin's Creed I'm sure and Halo there, 3. I'm sure there is, but someone higher up's like, shut up. Yeah, you don't well, know you what you're talking, talking about. about. Well, and that's You're just the an thing. intern. They might just be like, well, I know this personally. This is stupid, but what can I do? Right. And that's how I feel, which is something we're going to get into later right. in our roundtable. I liken it to that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Yeah, fair enough. So I think all that needs to be said about that. Yeah. Been said. I'm drunk. Thank so you, thank Microsoft you. Microsoft can't screw it up anymore. Thank you for that, Idaho Jake. You don't say that. They definitely could. Uh, Idaho Jake oh, yeah. sounded like he was nipping on the bro- yeah, blackberry Idaho brandy Jake, a little bit. Did he get into the Yajnovka? He might have gotten into the Yajnovka. Well, it, we received this message at 2.50 in the morning. <laughs> so he might, he might have been into the sauce a little bit. God bless That's the best him. time uh, to leave us a voice. Idaho now, time, though, the case. they're an hour behind us, right? So, two. I think it's two. two? I, they're mountain time, so I think. still, it's almost 1 a.m. Yeah. He might have got into a couple of, couple of nips off the old bottle at yeah. that point. Which is the best time to leave us a voicemail. Bless I his think. heart. But we're equally as upset uh, upset about it. Even though I don't have an Xbox anymore, I'm still frustrated by that. I, well, Will and I talked about on this podcast how we'd play Halo Three together. Yeah. Would you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have. Halo. I love Halo. About that. I have That's my Halo. favorite Halo. That's mine it? too. Yeah. It's the multiplayer maps I by ha- far. I have it too. Okay. Best right. multiplayer maps. Fair enough. I mean, Halo? I'll get it. It's free. I'm not going to get Assassin's Creed Two because I have it hard copy. Well, but you know, God knows when you're going to get Halo Three. You know. Yeah, who game? knows? It could be. It could be Peggle. August first. <laughs> could be right after the release of the Xbox One. Could be August fifteenth. Who the fuck knows anymore? <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> doesn't. Don Matrick doesn't know. He's working for Zynga. Right. <laughs> okay. He's uh, selling microtransactions for a living now. <laughs> Left and right. All right. You can go. get Halo Three now if you pay for it. You have and... to pay a dollar for each gun. You you paid one dollar a day for thirty days, yeah. and then a dollar on top of that if you want like if you want to start out each multiplayer map with three sticky grenades. Oh, gotta have that's that extra. Or or grenade. you can buy in ahead of time and get each of them for ninety nine cents, <laughs> oh, and, and ten Lord. free Microsoft points. Fuck you, Don Matrick. Yeah, we don't miss you. You ruined my love of Microsoft, you prick. Yeah. Weird thinking about Dan playing a PlayStation. It, no, it isn't is. it? Absolutely, that's weird. I haven't had a PlayStation since PlayStation One, and I'll yeah, get into this one. later. But I play. I just some experiences I've had of some games that I played uh-huh. on PlayStation this week. Okay. All right. So here is the next voicemail. I will play it. Here we go. I think I'm going to play it. I'm having internet. We're going to try to play it. There we go. We can read the transcript. That's pretty hey, this accurate. this is Tito from L.A. I almost forgot to get my feedback in. Hopefully you guys get it in time for this 4th of July episode. Just wanted to say uh, thanks, Eric, for trying out Shadow of the Colossus. Not for everyone, but um, maybe at some point you still get to finish it. Uh, keep at it. 
Um, there is not much story to it at all, actually, so don't worry too much about that. That's kind of a great thing about the game, I feel, is they don't really bang you over the head about, you know, who is this girl that you're trying to save. You know, she may not, she may be your sister, uh, lover, you have no idea, but it's, it's just really great to play through. Um, but I do want to say that you totally screwed yourself, uh, playing The Last of Us before the Uncharted games, because Naughty Dog just keeps getting better with each game they make, except for Uncharted 3, which was kind of a step back from Uncharted 2. But they've really just reached this new level of, uh, of, uh, developing a game, and it's, it's a fantastic game. Uh, so I probably, I would suggest uh, trying the Uncharted games. Um, later on, I wouldn't play them anytime soon. That where the greatness of The Last of Us kind of wears off. But uh, happy Fourth of July, and uh, uh, hopefully you guys get this. And I'll see you guys later. Bye. All right, thanks for that, Tito. Uh, so Shadow of the Colossus, have you played any more? No, I. Yes. Yes. I did. I played it for a little bit. I beat one more of the uh, the Colossuses. Uh-huh. Is that what you would like to call them? Colossi. The Colossi. Um. No, the thing is, it's a really cool game, and I see what the draw is from it. Yeah. I, I don't know as if as if I feel it personally. Well, part of it too is, um, it's last generation. It is, um, and, and I, you just came off of the Last yeah, of Us. I think Last of Us is it's just kind of fucking me over in video games as as a whole at right. this point. Eric's going to switch to movies. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> well, you'll be very disappointed if yeah, you switch to yeah. movies. No, Shadow Shadow of Colossus is a really cool game and man, it's it's I like how it's a puzzler platform mixed into one and it's I'm sure back I'm I'm trying to just think to back in the day how it would have looked it probably looked great back right in the day, sure you know what yeah I mean? For, nowadays it's, it's nothing you know what i mean right. visually but back in the day it was probably awesome and i and i really like that i like the throwback games and i can definitely see why somebody would love it and i like i said before i respect tito putting that as his number one game yeah because mm-hmm. it's not like anything i've ever played right and the uh, the ambiguous story which yeah. you mentioned a little bit. Is, yeah, is, is, which I, is which I kind of cool. like that. Yeah, I love that. that. It's kind of a cool. Anything thing. different for yeah. me is cool. Like Journey, yeah, Heavy Rain. Those are different well, games. I mean, I mean, Limbo. If Limbo. we're talking ambiguous story, you you never really you you apply whatever meaning you you get the most out of to right. it. Right. Yeah, and that's I how like. I was with Journey. You know what I mean? And and any game where you can just. It just kind of draws you in, and and I did get that a little bit with Shadow Classes, just because the bosses that you fight—it's basically sixteen boss battles. I think it's sixteen, uh, sixteen different boss battles, and you just have to figure out the best way to get up each creature to to climb up them, to hit them in their weak spot, and and all the creatures are really cool looking, and just fighting something that that that's that big yeah. with just a bow and arrow and a sword. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just it's intimidating and. The, Sounds like a drunken Saturday. Yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a really cool game. I don't want to say that I don't like it because I do like it. Right, definitely do like it. I wanted to like it a little more than I do. Well, it, once again, it doesn't compare really to no. The Last of Us. And damn at it, this point. I, I like to think that I can look past that, but I can't. Yeah, it's right too now. soon. It is too soon. The Last of Us was such a, just like a, an overall win for video games yeah. that like. Well, moving on to that, Uncharted. Yeah. He, uh, he agrees that playing Uncharted right after no, yeah. Last of Us was probably uh, not It was not, not the not, best move. Right. 
And I couldn't agree more. Um, and, I, and I'm still struggling to find something that I can just get into right now. Even magic, that's something that's completely different, just couldn't draw me in. I'm just in such a funk right now. What about a uh, like a Mario kind of game? Like, eh. I, I don't know. If not by myself, if I was playing it multiplayer with yeah. somebody, like if like we used to do, Corey, like yeah. sitting on the couch, yeah, maybe that. But I, I honestly can't think of something right now where I'm like that. That could do it. FIFA. No. Because <sighs> I played some FIFA this week. Call of Duty. And I talked about this. Duty. Sadly, that might Call, be that's the one. Cod Blops Two right now is thirty seven dollars. With the PlayStation Big Summer Sale. Just get it so I can Plus. give you crap. And I almost bought it just because I'm, I'm kind of in that funk right now where I just kind of want to play some shitty Call of Duty multiplayer and win. And feel good. You know, and feel good. And Isn't it sad how that game keeps rearing its ugly head? It is. <laughs> it just doesn't go and away. I feel like less of a person for it. And that's why I question myself when I'm about to hit the purchase button. I'm like, just like do I ref- Eric, are you that guy? <laughs> That Sad- keeps going back to cod blops. Sadly, we are that guy. Are we? You, you need that, that little man on your shoulder that says, yes, you are that guy. <laughs> I need Will <laughs> to sit on my shoulder and say, Eric, hit the purchase button. Uh, you need to do it. You're totally that guy. You're not, who are you fooling? Uh, at least we question being that guy first because yeah. I think a lot of those if guys If you're not know, aware of it, that's that's when you have At least I'm problem. aware that I'm, that, that I'm being that guy. Yeah. 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 But um, no, I, I, I definitely see what Tito's saying. I, I do... For sure, want to beat the Uncharted series? Yeah, and I'd love to do it before PS4 comes out. But right now, I'm just in such a fucking rut, video game wise, that like, I don't know what I can get into right now. Right. I, I told you guys I played five, six games today, and I just couldn't just be like, all right, this is what was I it? Play today. Was it the 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 quality of Last of Us that put you in the rut, or do you think it was just? Like the type of game and like context and timing that just kind of you just I don't know Corey to be honest yeah the quality was fantastic and I told Dan the closest I came to get to finding something to keep playing today was the Last of Us multiplayer it just it's bringing something to the table that it's I think you should write a novel it's the survivor mode intensity where it's just that you get the one spawn. And playing as a team, it's great. What a fucking game. What a fucking game that yeah. is. All right, I'll buy it. I haven't played it, so I can't, uh, yeah, it's... I can't speak from experience. The, the thing but... is, Corey, I almost don't want you or Dan to play it because I, don't want you, I want you to like it as much as I do. <laughs> and if you don't, I'll be devastated. I'd be surprised if I You know didn't. what I mean? Well, you built it up to be the I know, second coming. But, but, Corey, here's the thing. So did everybody else. Yeah. And I agreed with them. Uh, fair enough. So. Oh, but, you get my thoughts. Yeah, later. because the reviews for that game came out like a week early. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, and, and Will texted me. He's like, Eric, I don't know if you've seen the reviews for The Last of Us. It's not getting good reviews. And I looked, and it was like the best reviews I've ever seen. You know really? What I mean? Really? Like, yeah. It was like no, 30, absolutely. It was 35, like perfect scores. I was Literally like, the best in, reviews I've ever seen. In yeah. shock. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And it lived up to it for me. Yeah. So. Okay. 
Yeah, Tito's right, though. I appreciate that. Okay, so thanks, Tito and, and Idaho Jake, for the voicemails. Yes. Those, are, those are nice. Uh, Facebook feedback. This is from Idaho Jake. Sorry, guys, but I'll be missing the Ustream tonight, but it's barbecue and fireworks for me. Ah, damn it. Bless your heart. I finished Tiny Tina, and I think uh, I will take Eric's advice and play Batman Arkham City Game of the Year to knock off another game off my backlog. Mm. Microsoft can still piss off or not, giving me the two free games they promised. Have a drunken happy fourth, guys. Yeah, not, I'm not or, drunk or, yet. I'm, I'm not, getting there. I'm not drunk. I have a little I'm bit drunk. of a bus. <laughs> er, Eric's, Eric's drunk. And to touch on Arkham City, please do. Yeah. It's on my top ten list. It's on my it's backlog. It's such a fucking good game. And I'm not the biggest comic book fan. I'm really not. But Batman's my favorite superhero, and that game just kept me coming back for more. Yeah. So You're good. hungry. You're hungry for some Batman. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. It's got something for everybody. It's got the stealth. It's got the fighting. It's just, it's got the story. The, I look forward to playing it. The boss battles with Mr. Freeze. And mm-hmm. it's got, it's yeah, just, I played it for a couple minutes. It was, it was fine. <laughs> you should go back, man. I don't stuff. like those games. You know I know. Me. I know you don't. Know. I know you I said can't, that. I just can't play. I don't know. They just don't do anything for me. I don't know. I really liked Arkham City. I haven't, or Wait, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. I haven't played Dan, City. If you liked Arkham Asylum, you'll love Arkham City. Okay, I go, I'm glad to hear that. That's it's, the boat I was in. I've got it. I've got you, it. I'll get you to You will it. love it. All right. Uh, okay, uh, this is from Ryan in Iowa who says, Real quick about the games I beat this week. I finally can cross To the Moon off my list. A nice, quick little right. adventure. Uh, round of applause. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? That had some extreme highs and lows. I love the music, and I thought it really added a lot to the game since mm. it was that old-school NES style with no voice acting. I'm really thankful Eric sent me the soundtrack to the game as well uh, since some of the music was pretty perfect and my falling asleep to music last night. Uh, thanks again to Will for picking me as the winner for To the Moon Contest. The other game I finished was Sleeping Dogs. Wow, play that game if you have not already. Mike Down is one of my top three... Uh, Top three favorite underrated games of all time. I did not expect that much, but two hours into it, uh, I was hooked big time. I ended up completing everything throughout the game. Side quests and all the storyline was great. and had me wanting more and more the further along I got. So thanks to Will and Eric for liking it and recommending it. Uh, so for my next few games, I plan on taking over my roommate's PS3 and renting Heavy Rain and then onto his copy of The Last of Us. Bless your heart. <laughs> and then Alan Wake and more Crusader Kings 2 on yeah, PC. Man, he's got a sweet lineup of games. Yeah, that, that is a good lineup right there. Uh, Crusader Kings itself will probably take you 60, 70 hours, if I had to guess. You'd probably skip that one. But... No, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> skip Alan Wake if you're skipping any of those. Don't skip any of them. Yeah, don't skip any of them. If you got the time, play them all. Uh, also, I posted something about the NHL draft and the grades that the guys got. Guys on CBSSports.com handed out, uh, and they reamed some teams for their picks, unlike ESPN. Uh, but it looks as though all our teams did well, at least for the first round. I know Dan has a happy and positive opinion about Nashville and their draft, uh, and I am sure Eric has a hateful opinion about LeCavalier to the dogshit Flyers. I'm glad the Blackhawks had a good draft and re-signed uh, Brian Bickle. Thanks for the always... As always, thanks for the the hockey sports talk. Uh, finally, a bit of a bit of nonsense, uh, as if your podcast does not have enough. But it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if you would have to put a gun to my head prior to last week's podcast and ask me what what topic or subject would Eric and Corey fight slash argue about the most passionately, uh, the last answer I would give give you right behind is is coffee flavored ice cream a good ice cream flavor? Uh, is 
should Mr. Game & Watch be in the new Smash Brothers game? Uh, I was nearly laughing in tears about the passion and seemingly rageful conviction both Eric and Corey had about whether this silly little character that has no eyes or really no facial expressions for that matter uh, and that that one of his moves is like is to like throw bacon on his opponent or something goofy like that uh, should really remain or stay in this high-priority game for Nintendo. I was laughing so hard at this part of the podcast, I had to pause the podcast and leave my desk for 10 minutes since my boss was giving me an evil glare. Also, it should be denoted uh, that the second time around that I listened to the episode, I counted how many characters Corey wanted to cut in the new Smash Brothers. It was a tie for as many as he wanted to keep. Oh, wait, whoa, why is that funny? So there would only be about 15 characters in Corey's version of Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I just want to address that which immediately. Which I was... I was pointing out as we were no, doing no, no, it no, no, by no. the way yes yes the relative to the old version of smash brothers there would only be whatever math he did would be 15 characters right. but there would also be additional characters that we don't know about real yet. quick gino gino should be in it that's not happening that would be cool though. That'd be awesome, awesome, right? is gino? you haven't played from mario rpg, RPG. Be a great that's character kind of obscure but i think the fans of mario rpg would really like yeah that that'd character. be awesome absolutely uh, Corey's making Corey a heck Corey of a, shot heck of a decision maker and to show how, how to make a game not fun and not interesting and you know <laughs> leave, out, leave, out, leave out choices for the player uh, that being said Corey Mr. Game and Watch is a stupid character and I don't like him and he should be cut Agree, agreed Dan. thank you we'll get into it right. didn't I agree I agreed with that's what I said right uh, yes okay but it was a wonderful discussion <laughs> and probably one of your best roundtable round discussions in a very long time. So keep your chin up and keep them coming, Will. As for Eric and Corey, I love the chippiness and difference of opinion, as always. But on Saturday, please let Dan take a picture of you guys hanging out or hugging it out. Uh, I'm still 50-50 about whether Eric and Corey are actually friends, <laughs> and I might need to photograph meet, might need photograph evidence of them yelling at each other and threatening to punch punch one another, uh, but then sharing pulls of scotch from the same bottle and then hanging out. Uh, on each other in a drunken state, and then finally bro-hugging it out. I don't think either of us ever said we were friends. I No, I would never claim that. I thought no, you hated each other. Silly. I don't, so when we started, I that, that came from. I'm also only likely to give people hugs when I've been drinking. That's, that's true. Oh, Dan, if I know any hugger that's drunk, it's you. Oh, yeah. Dan's a big hugger. Not even a question. That's the only time. Dan will roll around on the yoga ball and get up and give everybody hugs. Dan loves <laughs> to hug it out when he's drunk. Yes, I do. That's his MO. I'm a lover when I'm drunk. I, yeah, I wouldn't say Corey's you much know, of a lover when he's drunk. No, he's, more, no, he's no, mean. No. That's not no, true. That's no, not no, true no. at all. That's not true at all. I, no. I was just going to say, and I would like for some agreement now that Will thinks I'm a mean drunk, is that we are all happy drunks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I would definitely say that. Thank you. I've none heard of, some pretty about, mean things from your mouth when you were drunk, Corey. He's snarky. Oh, very. Not mean. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, none of us get angry or sad or depressed or anything I like that. I will say that a couple of times, I've only tried to start a fight a couple of times, and I was drunk both times. Well. But. It's it's <laughs> it's not because you were an angry drunk. It's because one guy was a Red Sox fan. Okay. Right. I mean, because you want to get in a fight does not make you an angry drunk. No. Right. It's because Red you're, Sox. A, a Red Sox fan. B, picking on the buffalo bills if you want to fight me those are two things you can and, do and see a, a, a hot pile of shit a prick <laughs> yeah at very best sure uh finally small request for eric and really all of you eric please keep using the word spagooter <laughs> <laughs> spagooter 
It is an utterly perfect word to describe a corporate D-bag. In fact, I have been using it on, on this dude at work, and he is just the biggest wiener, kiss-ass, that nearly everyone hates, and behind his back, of course. But it fits him to a T, so thanks for the, the, that creation and keep it up. Happy 4th, and thanks again for all you guys uh, do, and be a little happier, you know. I almost got yelled at at work for laughing too hard and loudly at your asses. I look forward to a hangover or at the very least some long and detailed stories of drunken fun and mayhem on the next episode. Ryan in Iowa. Thanks for that, Ryan. What do we need to cover in here? There's a lot in there. Oh, man. Uh, we should try uh, and do uh, hockey. Hockey. Okay. Let's talk hockey. Um, want, I, I actually brought up the CBS Sports Okay, yeah. Uh, Let's grades. hear it. Um, as you might imagine, Nashville got an A for their first round pick. Yeah. Seth Jones, no surprise. If you want to touch on that. I was very excited. I did not think he would drop to fourth. I said on the podcast that I was hoping he would drop to fourth and he did drop to fourth and they drafted him, so I was very happy about that. Yes. Um they Nashville actually said he was the number one player on their board. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I'll go next because the Sabres were next in line. They actually had two first round picks. Um eight and fourteen ish. They took two defensemen. Uh, I told Dan before we recorded, I don't know if they needed to take two defensemen because a, th- a thing about the Sabres is they don't, aside from Vanek, they don't have any scores. Oh, well, Tyler Myers is making eight mil this year. Oh, boy. They almost Something traded like him. That. Five, I don't even know. What they almost traded about. him during the draft, I heard. I wish they did. For their I sake. don't because you, I bought his jersey. Well, plus you keep hoping he picks it up, right? And I think he will. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. if you ask me, honestly, I think he will. Yeah. He's just... All right. I yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. I just like giving you shit about him. Yeah, because, a shit year. Yeah. You know? And so he they was took, making $12 million. Yeah, they took two defensemen, a uh, Finnish guy and a Russian guy. I guess the uh, the Russian dude's a big hitter, real physical guy. The Finnish guy, they're both defensive defensemen. They're not offensive guys, but that's fine because they, in one six five, one six four, they need size. Yeah. They need toughness. Uh, really, the only tough defender they have right now is Mike Weber, who they re-signed. Uh-huh. But other than him, nobody's really coming to mind, you know what I mean? And uh, they needed that. So I, I guess that's good. They did need another scorer. I watched the interviews with these two guys, and boy, if there's a brain cell between <laughs> the two of them. Well, I think part of it is, and I, and I mentioned this to you when you told me about that, a lot of it is um, maybe getting on camera. And, well, and and the whole uh, you know just playing our game, eh? Yeah, like, like type type of thing. Well, they didn't speak great English, right? Because one off. was fin- from Finland, one was from Russia, right? And the, the guy from Russia was a little more well spoken than the guy from Finland, right? Who just reminded me of Terminator without a brain cell. Okay. Um, the guy right. from Russia's got me a little more excited than the guy from Finland, just because he's more that physical player. Yeah. That I like. He, he's not afraid to duke him, and he'll hit you. He loves to hit you. That's good. But the dude that was interviewing him asked him, he's like, where do you get your mean streak? Where do you Where do you get that need to hit? He completely ignored the question and answered something completely different. Was he like, I just I just like to go out and play my game he, No, he put didn't pucks even on that. that. Corey, it wasn't even anything where you could have compl- like misconstrued like anything. So the guy worded the question differently next time. He's like, so... Where do you get your mean streak? Like I, like I asked you fucking 30 seconds ago. But he, he answered it, and they're just not smart guys. But hopefully they're smart hockey-wise. Um, but I thought overall, they addressed needs. They drafted three or four defensemen, two huh. who are from Buffalo. Or, I'm sorry, centermen. Two of whom are from Buffalo, so that's good. They need centermen. Uh, they, they got bigger. They got tougher. So I'm happy with okay. their draft. New York? 
I honestly I couldn't tell you who they drafted in the first round until I see the name. But, Na- names um, don't matter. I guess it's really uh, they, well. They, they didn't right? have a first round pick, uh, right? So so they lost. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they feel like they're set. They just need can I, can need I ask new you, coaching, Corey? which is silly. What? Do you know what they traded their first rounder for? I think it was the part of the Rick Nash trade. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh, okay. yeah. So how do you feel trading your first round pick for Rick Nash? Uh, I, I I really like Rick Nash as a player. Uh-huh. Um, I think there was a little bit more to be desired this year out of him. Yeah. I don't think he quite lived up to his potential. Yeah. But then again, who knows if he's really that good. He played on such a garbage team for so many years. Like, I could show up and play on the worst team in the Binghamton League and, you know, pot some, pot Denny, some, pot some goals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so who knows? We'll we'll see. This year will tell. They, I mean, they didn't they didn't buy out Brad Richards like everybody thought they would. It was a little bit of a weird season too because it started really late. It was short. Yeah, it, was, it was a lockout season. I mean, on paper the Rangers are a really good team. They have some great offense offensive players. They have uh, some try hard players. They have a great goalie. They have a great defense. Hockey is such a chemistry sport, though. It's yeah. Just gotta come together. And the Rangers haven't had chemistry since the before 90s. I can remember. That's what the I'm early nineties. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm counting on for the Sabers next year because yeah. they've got such a young squad, but they've got leadership and Steve Ott, and I'm just kind of hoping that he can pull their shit together a little bit yeah. for these young guys. I and hope I, so. And I told Dan, I genuinely, was like, I, I don't really want them to sign any free agents. I want them to give their young guys a shot. Yeah, I mean, in in speak, going back to the Rangers, Tortorella swapped lines like a couple of hookers. You know, it was. <laughs> Disgusting. How do you feel about the Elaine Vino hire? And and I think I think I think he'll be really good for the Rangers. Yeah. Um, with the team that they have now, he'll let them open it up a little bit. He's a little more e- he's e- more easy going, easy, than a little Torts, bit more free, freewheeling, yeah. and, and see what happens. The Rangers, one of their best games, I think they scored like eight goals was after the trade deadline when all these new guys showed up and none of them knew Ryan the system. Cole. None of them knew the system, and they just. You know, went out there and just yeah. played some pickup hockey played and hockey. scored eight goals. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, yeah, if you can uh, score eight goals, Lundqvist can just chill and no stress on him. Yeah, I you mean, know? yeah, I mean, you got the pieces there. Um, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, did we want to? I don't. Dan didn't even know about this. Did you want to touch on the Boston Dallas trade today? The only reason I bring this up is because Lindy Ruff is in Dallas now, but Boston and Dallas traded Sagan and uh, Louis Erickson. That did happen. I saw it was... Okay. A few other players involved, but, yeah, those are the main cogs of the the trade. Um, You know, uh, basically I heard that Boston didn't like Tyler Sagan's attitude, thought he might be a little lazy. You know what I mean? I I saw that in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I saw a tweet where it was a quote from a Boston interview after the yeah. trade saying that he showed up to the Air Canada Center up in, there in a shithole there in Toronto wearing the same thing three days in a row, just, like, fucking around, you know, in the playoffs. Probably yeah. a drunk mess. Yeah. <laughs> he was just out scoring chicks the night before. In yeah. limo. He's young. So. He's no, and, and let's be fair, he's no Patrick Kane. No. He doesn't <laughs> have that kind of talent where he could afford Or charm. Do. Or charm or mullet. Or mullet. Patty mullet so, got a key wallet. Patty Kane's got everything. But that's another discussion. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hate to see him bringing in a guy like Louis Erickson out in Boston. It's yeah. going to be bad enough now that we got the Red Wings in our, our division. 
Oh, that's oh, right. With the, the team re- that, the realignment. that's averaging like 20 years of age I at position. I forgot about that. I forgot about the realignment, too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and Detroit, like with not a very good team last year, still managed to make it into the playoffs. Oh, I saw a lot of people are picking them to go to the finals next year. Really? That's crazy. You can't ever count them out. No. Really? Apparently it's awful. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lean year in Buffalo next year, which, you know what, it's fine. I just want to see the young guys get their chance. Well, uh, there's a young player coming up that's supposed to be the future of hockey who we talked about a little bit today oh yeah who's this what was it connor connor mcdavid connor mcdavid for erie otters in the ohl nhl team is that uh or has he not been drafted he has been drafted he's He's only 16 16. apparently he's a big deal is buffalo gonna get the number one pick well he yes it'll probably be two years before he's drafted eric listen this is all i'm gonna say he's a 15 year old in the ohl and broke the rookie record for Erie for most points scored by now, a player. Now, did Crosby play in the OHL? Yes, he did. No, Crosby was playing the do- QMJ. QMJ. HL. HL. That's right. Now, have people played in the OHL, though? Bobby Ryan. Brad Boyce. Brad Some Boys. names. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, all the Canadian junior leagues have Brad had, Boys had good who's, players playing. Who's the record was held by Brad Boyce. Really? Pat, Patrick Kane played for the London Knights. Patty Kane? And was broken. Sergei Kostanek played for the London Knights. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... I hey. also played for the OHL. You didn't yeah. score any points. Bobby Ryan was an Erie Otter. No, okay. there's there's some names. Hey, I mean. And he's 15 that he did that. He's not even allowed to be in the league. You know what? I'm gonna Right now I'm going to look up Sidney Crosby's first year in the QMJHL, see how many points he had. Because I know one, one he had like 250 points. That's insane. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, Danny. You said 250? Yeah. In the QMJHL? Excuse me? Or maybe it was 200-something. Is that possible? Yeah. No. Uh, he cheated. Mario Lemieux had like almost 300, I think, one year in the in the <laughs> juniors. At that, po- that's see, just silly. At Sidney that point. Crosby. Oh, it it only has two years. He he must not have played when he was that age. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he because he was on Sidney Crosby was on the Chautauqua Saint Saint Mary's high school team. Yeah, that's right. So that's why it's not on there. But his first year in the QMJHL, which when he was no, he would have been sixteen, I guess. He had one hundred and thirty five points <laughs> and one hundred and sixty eight his second year. Okay, is the OHL more hard, more competitive than the QMJHL? I think so. It seems like it. I think the OHL is usually the best one. Okay. But not always. What about the WHL? WHL, I, I know the Vancouver Giants have won a couple years in okay. the past, like, 10 or so. I know the Portland Winterhawks are a team in there. Yeah, Seattle Thunderbirds. Spagooters, Spagooters. Um, let me look up. This is uh, hardcore hockey here. I like this. Yeah, I. Uh, the Sabres are going to be young next year. They're going to be lean team. So Mario Lemieux, uh, his last year, 1983-1984, for Laval Voisins in the QMJHL, 70 games, 133 goals, 149 assists for 282 points. That's it? In 70 games, sorry, 282 I points. I said 282. 282 points. Mario Lemieux. In yes. how many games? 70. You know what? Fuck the Penguins, by the way. Yeah, fuck the Penguins. I'll I'm going to go pee now that yeah, so Eric Buffalo could tank in the next two seasons. They could get Connor McDavid, and I'll, damned if I'm not fine with that. I'd be fine with it. Is that bad? No. Right. Or the Edmonton will get. See, him again. Gretzky played for the Sault Saint Marie Greyhounds, which is a team that's still around, and he he had 182 points in 64 what games. A, what a scrub! 
Yeah, definitely a scrub. So, yeah. Relative to Lemmy X. Yeah, he didn't have as prolific of a of a career in the in the in the Canadian juniors. That's because he didn't start drinking until he was in the NHL. Must be. So yeah, there's a little little hockey hockey background. For yeah. I feel like Sean Avery played every game a little bit drunk. Probably. That could very well be. If you're struggling with confidence issues, just go have a few cocktails before you hit the ice. Why oh not? yeah, Why Wait, not? have some liquid courage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Could see that. All right. Uh, let's get into our roundtables. We got a couple roundtables that we want to talk about. Let me call mine up first. I actually wanted – I told Corey about this a little earlier in the day. I wanted to talk about uh, – Gizmodo had an article ranking America's America's cheap beers. That's apropos for 4th of yeah. July. I just had a gross burp, too. A little hot snack? Yeah. What was in there? Leftovers. Muddy Buddies? No, I didn't have any Muddy Buddies. Was there Muddy Buddies? No, not that I saw. I, you know, feel left out if I missed. Oh, uh, we should say for our dessert today we had it was brownies with Oreos baked into them with a cream cheese frosting on the top. Delicious, really good. Something else. Oh come on! What, what device there it are you is. using there? This is my Nexus Seven. Oh, very good. It's 36 cheap American beers ranked. Yeah. This is from Deadspin. All right, let's start at number. What's a reasonable reasonable number to start at? Will do we want to just do top ten? Well, we got we got to do we, we got to do the really low ones. We we'll do the low I mean, ones and the high ones. We could really let's just do them all. Okay, we might as well. Well, wait, I think this Eric's be good. Back I, in. Yeah, I think Eric would be fascinated in this. Don't worry about it. <coughs> if you can find his little. And this is from Will Gordon <laughs> on Deadspin too. By the way. That was a good one, Corey. Uh, um, what is Deadspit? Is that a... That's that's uh, Gawker. Gawker, it's another sports. Gawker media. Okay. It's their sports one. Oh, all right. I, I go to Deadspin. Not frequently, but occasionally. There's yeah. some good good articles on there. Gawker media. All right, Eric. Yeah. We're doing 36 cheap American beers ranked okay. by Will Gordon on Deadspin. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> what, bro? Do you even Num- lift? N- number 36, Keystone. Shitty. You know, that's kind of sad to me. Why? And a lot of college. Like, Keystone was your cheap go-to beer. Right. No? Yeah. All right. Move on. Sorry. Number th- 35, Bud Light Lime. I would put Keystone ahead of any of anything that said Budweiser. Bud Light Lime is awful. I hate it. It's embarrassing. Uh, number 34, Genesee Cream Ale. Jenny Cream Ale. Uh, here's the thing. I went to buy beer tonight. Which, by the way, can I get one? Oh, never mind. Your lemon shandy? I got one here. I'm going to grab one, too. I went to buy beer tonight, and this guy had a 30-pack of Jenny Cream Ale, and I said, Ah, Jenny Cream Ale, what are you, on a budget? I said, I hope you got enough toilet paper for the morning to cope with your Jenny Cream Ale tonight. Yeah. That's the thing about Jenny Cream Ale is it gives you the shits. The Schlotzkis? Oh, yeah. Real bad. Oh, yeah. So, Which, which incidentally, Eric, is uh, how the Ouya got its name. From? <laughs> that story that you just told. Oh, yeah. It's a good anecdote. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. No, number 33, Rolling Rock. Terrible. Terrible beer. See, I don't mind Rolling Rock. I hate Rolling I've, Rock. I've had a couple tonight. Oh, yeah, I see you have one there. You're not Corey. coming on Saturday. The Rolling Rock's bad. It's right up there with Heineken. 
You're going to have to drink Labatt then on Saturday. I'll drink Labatt. All right. I like Labatt. Uh, number 32, Beer 30. Not familiar with that one. 31, Miller High Life. I like the champagne of you know, beers. I don't mind a Miller High Life either. You know, either. that kind of disappoints me that it's so low low ranked. Me too, actually. The champagne of beers, for he, fuck's sake. He put, this is what the bartenders and cool people my in my neighborhood drink, and God bless them. I wish I could, too. The bottle, the name, the shampoo, champagne of beers tagline, but it's just too accidentally sour. Not to mention 90% of these beers on this list are not American beers anymore. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, number 30, Schlitz. Schlitz. Never had. Okay. You know, the the allure of the Schlitz beer, if you go somewhere and they have Schlitz beer, you've won the lottery. Right. I feel like Schlitz beer is a hipster beer. No. No, not at all. How do you spell it, Dan? S-C-H-L-I-T-Z. Corey, that could be spelled Schlitz. numerous ways, you cock. I'm serious. If you go somewhere and they have Schlitz beer and you don't get it, you are doing yourself a disservice. Schlitz. It's such a random... Pop- it's such a random... Widespread beer. I've never seen it anywhere. In, I, don't, I don't think I'm phrasing this right. Uh, number I've had tw- too many of n- these American num- beers. Number right 29, now. National Bohemian. Never had. Uh, 7-Eleven has their own beer. Is that on this list? Corey, we'll know. get to it. Number 28, Game Day Ice Ale. Oh, I think that's I think that's 7-Eleven beer. Oh, 7-11's it says not, beer. not as bad as 7-Eleven's private label <laughs> ice beer could be. I think it's Game Day, though, is 7-Eleven's. 7-Eleven Ice? Okay. Ice Game beer's Day. bad. Regardless of name. Um, ice beer. What is the one? Beast Ice. Beast Ice is awful. Is not Milwaukee's terrible. Best Ice is terrible. I think Beast, Beast is on here someplace. We should get Beast Ice for Saturday. I'm, what, no, we're getting scotch. In addition to the scotch. Number, Something to cut through. Number 27, Miller Genuine Draft. MGD. Eh. eh. Pass. Yeah. Uh, number 26, Bud Light. Yeah. Butt wiper. Quadruple pass. Yeah. Butt wiper light. I hate, I hate. Quadruple bypass. Anything, um, anything bud. I will say they have a nice can now. My, w- Do they? At, at the, at the, oh, the, 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 the inver- American yeah. flag. Oh, no. Who has the can that, like, comes in and then comes back out? It's like a, it's like a hourglass have, figure. Hourglass have, have light. The foggiest. Oh, it was a really cool can. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of into that. I don't know. Uh, but my thing with Bud Light, and I explain this to a lot of people with, 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 with at the risk of offending somebody, but, um, Bud Light is the beer that the guy that your girlfriend cheats on you with drinks yeah. and really likes it. Yeah, there's a he's little got, write-up about, about Bud Light guy He's on got here. just enough bad boy in him for one night, but then she wakes up and she's like, God, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> God, he, he drank like 12 Bud Lights. Yeah, and Such every a can had an American flag on it. And I thought he was a badass, but he's really just a scumbag. And, and he thought it was the best beer available. Yeah. He kept talking about it. He's bald. <laughs> Number 25, Yingling. Uh, yeah, I love, Ling- I would... love Yingling, and it should be higher on the list. I agree. It I should like be Yingling. in the top three. I yeah. like Yingling, too. I'll, I'll swap Yingling and Rolling Rock right now for... Fuck you. All right. <laughs> I like Yingling. I, I, Yingling I think that should got be in balled. the top three. I think that I got agree with Corey. Number 24, Bush Light. Awful. I don't like any light beer, so Bush, I'm, I'm Bush just going to say that. What? Bush beer's too. I really like Bush beer. Do you? Oh yes. God. Okay. I'm going to rank my own. You're talking about junior party. Number, number 23, Natural Ice. Natty Ice? Not had it. Awful. Is it? Yeah. Any okay. ice beer, Dan. Yeah. Uh, number 22, Stroh's. Stroh's is fantastic. The only, beer. the only place I've ever seen it was in college at the deli. 
okay. uh, near us. Stroh's beer. They had Stroh's thirties. It might have been a, like a proprietary, like 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 Manly's Mighty Mart's beer or something. You know, not not Manly's Mighty Beer, but but something like that. Yeah, it says the beer is disconcertingly greasy. <laughs> Do you, do you agree with that? It's like the that. Borussia Dortmund of it, beers. I mean, it it's was, just such a hipster beer. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen hipsters drink it. I made that up. I think everyone avoids it, right? Except nobody knows what the hell it is, right? So you avoid it. Number twenty-one, Natural Light. Natty Light. No, I pass. As I said, I, I'm passing on any light, natty? light we beer. We talked Natty Ice. I'm, I pass on any light beer. How does that? How is that different? No natty light. Yeah, man. no natties. Uh, number twenty, <laughs> Milwaukee's best. Yes, uh, MB Beast. Beast. Spent a lot of years drinking Beast. It's terrible. That was the uh, alternative to Stroh's was Beast in college. Okay. So, okay, yeah. Number nineteen, Bush. I really like Bush beer. Number eighteen, Bush is terrible. Keystone Light. Terrible. It's water beer. Light, as I, you know, as I said, light beer. Yeah, it's Dan. It's water. Uh, number seventeen, Old Milwaukee. Never had Milwaukee. Can't say that I have either. Had old Mill, milk. yeah, a little Old Mill. It's a very plain red and white can. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number sixteen, Iron City. Never had. Never had Iron City. Iron not familiar City. at all. Dang. Number fifteen, Simpler Times. I want to try it. Uh, it's Trader Joe's House Lager. Oh damn. damn. Uh, number 14 is Name Tag, no. which is also Trader Joe's house lager. No. Uh, number 13, Budweiser. No, Butt Wiper. But, butt Wiper's awful. Absolutely not. I would drink pee out of a toilet before I drink a Butt Wiper. And it tastes the same. Yep. <laughs> uh, number 12, Coors Light. I mean, I think everybody can can identify a little bit with Coors yeah, Light. I, I can't. Yeah. I, I despise Coors right. Light. Dan, Dan's dropping Coors Light. Dan, at one point, did you? No. <laughs> I Actually, when I first started drinking beer after I'd been drinking liquor for a couple of years, everyone's like, you should start off with Coors Light. It's a light beer. Everyone likes it. And it wasn't until I had a Labatt that I actually appreciated the taste of beer. Bat Blue. Yeah. Um, Official I, beer of the Buffalo I think Bills. I, I still, to this day, don't like light beer. I can drink Blue Light. Um, but I, yeah, I'd rather not drink beer than drink light beer. All right. Um, but I still, to this day, can't, Coors Light is just, I, it's I think a lot of water. people started with Coors Light. Yeah. Um, I tried, and I just never liked it. Me too. I sure did. I did, too. What do they drink in Canada, sissy? Whatever. Beer's really expensive there. Oh. Really expensive. They don't drink in Canada. Do they, do they drink, what, like, so Molson and Labatt are probably the two biggest. Coconut. Coconut. That's a beer? Do you know huh. how to spell it? Yeah, it's a... Uh, like K-O-K-K. Fascinating. Yeah. They drink a lot of Bud Light. Ew. Oh, here we go. Molson, not Labatt? I think Labatt's more Eastern, right? Eastern Canadian? Uh, number 11 is Medalla Light. Modelo. Oh, Modelo. Modelo. Jared told me that's what the Hispanic population Yeah, he drinks. says Puerto Rican beer is American beer. Buster. Yeah. I know we sell that where I work. I have never had it. Not a fan. Okay. Number 10, Schaefer. No. Never had it. Number 9, Olympia. No. Never had it. Hopefully, uh, you know, the widespread podcast that we are, listeners can chime in <laughs> yeah. and say, oh, well, that's a, that's a local Colorado beer that we drink. 
Yeah. When we hit the slopes on yeah. weekends. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, number eight, Lone Star. No. no. Number nine, Rainier. No. no. It's probably a Western thing. Hot damn. If it's Mount Rainier. and all these middle ones. Number six, Miller Lite. Really? Yeah. At number six? I hate Miller Lite. I'm not a fan. I like, like it's not as good as Miller High Life. Light beer. Yeah, I would definitely put Miller High Life over Miller Lite. Number five, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Peebs. We all like. It's got to be up in the top Weavers. three. We all like definitely. Pabst Blue That's Ribbon. That's up there with Yingers. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, number four, Utica Club. Utica Club is great. I forgot to add that to my own personal Corey's list. A fucking spagot, by the way. You're a spagooter, Eric. What do you know? Unbelievable. Uh, number three is Coors. Straight up Coors. Coors Heavy. The, the Banquet Beer. It's great. I like Coors. I will. I will agree. I, I, I might drop it a couple, but like I'll yeah. attest to Coors also. I can't even honestly say I've had a regular Again, Coors. Coors the banquet beer. Coors yeah. heavy is great. Not not it's had fantastic. It. I'll put that on my list. Uh, number two, Narragansett. What? Yeah, fair enough. And number one, Green Belt Premium. Oh my god, no! Uh, this list is bullshit. These lists are all bullshit. <laughs> Who do you think is making these lists? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's just a schmucks guy. like it's a, green belt. It's schmucks like list. us four thumbstick athletes sitting that around deciding the the best beers. Green belt farmhouse ale. I hate it. Uh, Unbelievable. Everyone, everybody in these pictures, I want to punch in the face. You know what? Give me a can of PBR. Call me happy. Yeah, I want to kick all those girls in their mouths. I like PBR. It, Corey, to me, it looks like they've already been kicked in their mouths. Why do you want to kick them in the in the in the mouth? Because everyone this beer girls. that they are advertising makes me angry. Uh, this looks like some kind of cult to me. Did you type in hipster beers? No, I've been I've been typing in beers I didn't know. The uh, hipster. Do you see the hipster trap? Uh uh-uh. They have the uh, the sunglasses and the PBR uh-uh. and a trap. <laughs> <laughs> out on the streets of Brooklyn. Dan, now I've typed in hipster beer. What'd it come up with? Mm. After PBR. <laughs> Look at these, Jabron. Corey, you're probably friends with a few of these guys, aren't you? <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> What's this one? Hold on. Vort. Uh, nor- nort- Northern. Northern. I do enjoy a golden lager. Golden Ale. Northern Golden Ale. Is that Mol- Molson? Ale. Molson Golden's great. It is gold. It Molson Golden. Uh, not an American beer, though, clearly. No. Well, that's a great list. Yeah, that was fun. Did we go through all of them? Yep. Those ones in the middle, nobody, none of us have ever had. Are those? No. Oh, that was, yeah, towards the towards the end of the middle. Yeah. Simpler Times, Name Tag. What was the other one? Anybody say has any experience? Iron City. Chime in, please. Ugh. Okay. Um, game day though. Game day is a seven seven eleven beer. I really want to try it. Game day ice. Anything that says ice after it, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's like me with <laughs> light. Anything that says light after it, I avoid like the plague. So okay. Anyways, let's move on. We have, we have another topic that we all kind of want to get into, right? Do you want to do mine first? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's get your stupid one all the way. Oh, all right. Done. <laughs> I want to do yours. Go ahead, Will. I'm, I'm interested. You have Will has good round tables. Yeah, yeah, he does. I don't Eric's really want to hear Eric's, Eric's opinion. Just a big cock. Eric's being a dick. It's because he's drunk. He's a mean drunk. <laughs> okay, my uh, article title is Zynga mistakenly puts random stranger in customer mm. support. That's right. 
Uh, one sec, my article's gotta load. Okay. Um, it's written by Luke Plunka on Kotaku. In select circumstances until earlier today, the Zynga game Coasterville told users to email a certain address. Should I read the address to the email or just Yes. Okay. At themepark.com. If something went wrong, that problem would be emailed to that person, but the problem was it wasn't an actual Zynga employee. Instead, it belonged to Eric Mueller, who owns the domain themepark.com, which he uses for his web, um, web design firm. Now, Eric doesn't work for Zynga. He tells us he's never even played a Zynga game in his life, but the mix-up for this has been going on for the past few months, and <laughs> Eric was put in the impromptu role of customer service assistant with frustrated Coasterville players emailing him for help with their problems, a position he's taken... <laughs> he has taken. He has emailed Zynga multiple times, and they have ignored his emails every time, so he went with the fake customer service. So this is what he did. They have a couple of his emails that what he did. So this is one of his email responses. I know that for Canada Day, the engineering department wraps the CA servers in the Canadian flags and then sets a plate of poutine on top. This sometimes can cause the server to overheat and sometimes even get gravy into the login and logout module. I thought that might be what was going on, but I checked with the Canadian server techs, and they were telling me the candidate passed without incident, and all the servers enjoyed their break and are back and running fine. However, I told them that it wasn't the case and explained the problem you are having with this game, so they suggested another fix, specifically for Canadian players. Here's what they said to try. Do you have a hockey jersey? If so, you should try to lay it across your keyboard and then try to enter the game. If that doesn't work, put the jersey on and give it another shot. Oh, uh, that's good. Um, poutine. <laughs> Anytime poutine is uh, That's what I've heard. Up. Is said, I really want to try poutine. That's fantastic. What's poutine? It's like fries with gravy on it, right? Gravy and cheese. Yeah. I'll read another one. I didn't. I haven't read this one. I only read the first one and thought it was great. But regarding the golden treasure chest, I see what you mean. I don't have any record here that shows you clicked show me to open the chest. Can you try clicking it five times very slowly? Usually that sets it <laughs> sets it to recognize that it has been opened. Click pause for a few seconds and repeat that four times. Regarding the dino skull, it's the same situation. Try the slow clicks. Finally, regarding the Majestic Castle landmark bonus, that's a tricky one. You can try a slow-click technique for that, but I'm sure it'll work. I talked to the engineers, and they suggested holding down the M and E and H keys while you have all three keys held down. Try clicking the button. This is a cheat code that can force the button to activate. The meh. Meh. The meh. Meh. <laughs> so there's a, couple, there's a couple more emails that he wrote down, but it was just Zynga mistakenly giving that guy's email out. Yeah, and he went with it. And he went with it. That's great. And well, after he probably he probably tried to go the 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 route you should and 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 just uh you know, try try to get the the situation resolved by emailing Zynga, but no one no one got back to him. So he's like, "Ah, I might as well have some fun with just this." Just go with it. Yeah. Which is great. Now, listen, I don't know what you folks got going on up in Canada. But they've organized the Calgary Poutine Crawl. In 2013. Now, I don't know. Are we going from bar to bar trying everybody's poutine? Looks like it's over. Yeah, well, that was in April, but I'm just wondering what goes on at the poutine crawl. They have poutine soda. Really? (sighs) I can't imagine that would be very good. Each each restaurant puts together its best poutine dish (laughs) to compete for your ratings. Poutine is like is is Canada's drunk food, right? Of choice. 
Dan, I have a feeling they're eating this when they're sober or drunk. After they had a few team pitchers. <sighs> team. What, what was it? Coconut? After they Co-coney? had a few natty ices. Coconut. After a few team pitchers of coconut. Had a little poutine and uh, <laughs> called it a night. Okay. Could you imagine getting an email from him back uh, asking to do all these I probably, silly things? I probably would have started having fun with that immediately rather than oh, yeah. even trying to contact. Because you know, no, you're not going to get an answer back from Zynga. No. Not, especially not now that Don Matrix, the CEO of no, Zynga. You're gonna, and if you even... do get an answer from him, it would be something ridiculous. Yeah. We'll move. Sorry. I don't... Are you okay, Corey? No, I'm tired and hungry. You yeah. too. Skylark tonight? Sklark. Sklarky. Okay. Uh, is that it for... Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, let's get into... The big one. Yeah, we should probably talk about this. It's been it's been on everybody's minds. And uh, the news has disappointingly not reported that much on it or not as much as they should. Disappointingly, but not surprisingly. Not surprisingly, yeah. Uh, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about the Edward Snowden revelations on the NSA and spying... Uh, what that means to American citizens, and, and we can we can tie it back. Uh, we can tie it back to the Connect, seeing yeah, as how we, the Microsoft. Yeah, uh, we figured it was important, seeing as the... how it's the Fourth of July and it involves the Fourth of Amend- Fourth Amendment, and there's supposed to be some protests today. To restore the Fourth. Restore protest. the Fourth. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they were big or not. I haven't. I haven't paid any attention. Probably to it. not. I think in bigger cities, there, obviously, there there's were a some bit people. Bigger, yeah, but I don't nah. know. Um, it, it's it's a barbecue and drink beer holiday for me, so. And I agree with you, Dan, but, God, I wish that I could get involved in some of those protests. Yeah, yeah. But I just, me too. I'm a slacktivist, as they're called. I'll post things on Twitter and stuff. if I'm not right there with you. But I probably won't do anything, really. I would if it got big enough. Yeah, yeah. If it felt like it was something that could make a big enough difference. And like I know that part of the problem is people like me who don't feel like they can make a big enough difference. Right, but, right, right. Free Coney. But here we are. Right. Is that Coney? Coney. You don't even remember. That you was were, last year. You were the you were the Binghamton organizer. We should move on from Coney. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, what what I mean, what he revealed was oh, the the massive spying that that the NSA is doing on people for for emails, uh, Google, Skype, Microsoft, Facebook. Verizon, Facebook, uh, Twitter to some extent are all involved in. And sending a lot of information Apple. to the NSA and to be collected. Apple, which isn't news to. Um, I was not surprised no. by any of it. I knew what was going on. So, but but he he broke the story to Glenn Greenwald, who's a the Guardian uh, writer for the Guardian, um, a UK, uh, which is funny enough that it's a United Kingdom paper, um, and they had to break the story because uh, probably no one, no one, none of our journalists. Well, nobody here, first of all, would have had the balls, right? Or. Would have been allowed, right? Either way, yeah, because because whoever was higher up would be like, no, you're not, you're not printing that. No. But but it, it, it it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of the UK getting us back for for the the um Re- the revolution. revolution. <laughs> it's a little bit of a pay, payback. Like this is ah, what you've got, you shits. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, like basically, he he revealed that he as a mid level employee of the NSA could access anyone's records. Um, at any time, uh, he, he being a mid-level employee, not even having a super high security clearance or anything, could look up anything on anybody, even the president. Ooh. Tap phone lines, read emails, text messages, etc. Well, and th- um, the thing is, is that they 
supposedly were taking all this uh, Barack Obama stuff before he was even president. Mm-hmm. So it just makes you wonder, regardless of what he thinks about it, they have so much shit on him from before he was even president that they could blackmail yeah. him well, yeah. to do whatever they want. That's exactly right. And and a lot of people say, you know, oh, I don't care. I have nothing to hide. It doesn't matter what, what they have on me. But the, the flaw in the thinking is, like, the whole reasoning for them doing this is – to stop terrorism. Well, terrorists aren't stupid. They're not using. They're not sending Gmail uh, email messages. You know, well, it, they're not using Verizon to text their friends and, to set up. And even if they were, like the Boston attacks, it doesn't matter. The, the attack still happened. And first of all, whether you have something to hide or not is, doesn't well, matter. Right, right. You shouldn't be okay with our government spying on you and yeah. taking any of your phone calls or text messages or whatever they're well, doing. Well, what's going to end up happening is the blackmail thing. Okay, so so yeah, right now you have nothing to hide. Everyone has some sort of text message, like maybe a bad joke that they made to a friend. And even if you don't, don't ba- be okay with it. Right, a bad picture or you have... Uh, Nudie pics. Something, something embarrassing in your medical history. Um, you know, <laughs> like maybe you got checked out for herpes. What, yeah. When you were younger, bank records, bank records. Um, the, the 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 issue with this is they're gonna, you know, if say years down the road you become a civil rights leader or something, uh, they're gonna take, they're gonna destroyed. They're, yeah, you're gonna they're gonna you, look you, you up, couldn't. everything you ever did, um, and they're gonna use that to either blackmail you or throw you in prison for breaking some law way or back Dan, in the day. Maybe they'll fucking kill you with a drone. Maybe who knows? or the heart attack. Gun. Maybe. Yeah, and, and the th- the thing of it is, Dan, is that. And this is one thing that I've learned from the David Seaman podcast. It's just that people, regardless of if you're a Republican or a Democrat, say you're a Democrat right now, mm-hmm. and you're okay with this because you support Barack Obama. Right. Look at it in what the about, future. What about the next guy or and the next if, guy if and the next guy? it started with whenever it started, go back to George Bush. If yep. you were okay with it when you were, we were a supporter of George Bush and the Republican Party, now that Barack Obama's in power, maybe you're not okay with it. Look at it in the, in the future. Yeah. yeah. These people get a hold of this kind of power, and they twist it to whatever they want. It's, yep. and, and it does. If you're okay with it now because you're a supporter of Barack Obama, are you going to be okay with it next term when right. a Republican goes in, into power? And, and absolutely, and not. they they, no. they add on to it too. It's it, it's it's not static. They're going to grab like, a little more piece here, I mean, chunk there, chunk here. People people lambasted George Bush for the the Patriot Act and all that stuff, and these are all the supporters of Barack Obama. But Barack Obama had no issue. Resigning the Patriot Act and and continuing these same practices that George Bush and expanding began and and um what's his lips that we all followed or you and I follow anyways Dan Carlin is, yeah his, his insanity episode on First what happens genius. after mm-hmm. it's genius what happens after a terrorist attack is you have this almost yep. insane response to yes. to, to take do control something. Yeah. and 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 save your people and what happens is your your reaction is so over the top and we we saw it in the in the patriot act and all yeah. that stuff and at the time everybody's like yeah we need this we need to stop terrorism but like it was already it gets, written it gets to a point where you know all thing. of a sudden we have a new president and the new president continues all these things and and all of a sudden we have a huge data center in i forget whatever state utah. they built it utah that's storing all this information on and all of us. And that they're still building and spending billions of fucking dollars on what? Yeah. To spy on and, American citizens? And yeah. you, you sort of you sit back and you think about it, and it's like the Russian government called – phone call. I don't know if it was a phone call. I don't know. Called the United States when the the Boston Marathon – and they're like, you got to watch out for these guys. They're, yeah. they're trouble. Yeah. When that happens, 
and they still get away with at, like attacking. Sorry, it attacking shows, Ameri- it shows that American it doesn't citizens. work like it's supposed to. And, and at the same time, we're all being spied on for, to protect us from this kind of thing. And but yet, our, the Russian government calls you about two individuals. And Corey, this brings you to a whole nother level that we don't even need to get into tonight. But like, the government want not necessarily. God, I, I hate to even say this, but wanting things like that to happen to have that control over the American people, to yeah. be okay with saying, well, this is to prevent terrorism. Yeah. Well, the, you're not preventing anything. The terrorists right? won. And, and here's my biggest problem with it, is this is something that David Seaman points out repeatedly every week on his podcast. It's Edward Snowden is being charged with treason, which is giving up secrets to the enemy. Right. He gave up secrets... To the American people. Right. Are we the enemy of our government at this point? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And not only he, he gave, he, he, t- he talked to uh, the, the UK paper, The Guardian. Uh-huh. Like, is the UK our enemy? Right. No. No, they're it, not. And it's just silly to me that, God, and I f- I'm just repeating everything he says, but people don't listen to this shit. And, and the yeah. people think they're informed because they watch fucking Fox News or CNN or whatever it is. But it's just that it's the fact that people are more concerned with what fucking Kanye West and Kim Kardashian named Dude, their baby yeah. as opposed to the government That's... taking all of your fucking phone records. And the thing is, is that in the future, if you try to do anything, they're going to say, oh, this person's a suspicion of terrorism. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah, and it, it might be just because you're vocal about your yeah. your your feelings your and and be like like I think we're pretty vocal about our our, our belief in freedom of speech and we're anti censorship. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before they start cracking down on those people. Sure, we're spreading sedition, quote unquote. You know, <laughs> um, so we're all on the list it's, now, it's, you guys. Oh, I'm sure. And as I said Woo! last week, I'm proud to be on that list. Yeah, yeah fuck love, you I'd if like you're not on that list. list. Yeah, exactly. it's unfortunate. You're not, you're not being an American if you're not on that list. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. And um, it's it's a sad state of affairs. That, it is. People in. are so concerned with such like uh, yeah, Paula I want, Dean, for instance. I wanted to say that's yeah. a distraction. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I wanted. She to, yeah. said a, a racial slur. First of all, who hasn't said a fucking racial slur? Twenty fucking years ago, was it? And why is she famous <laughs> in the first place? Is my okay. question. I, even if she is famous, I don't care. But. Who cares what she said twenty years ago? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that's that's the the, the biggest argument. The 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 media and the, trying to the distract news everybody corporations. From no, 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 not necessarily. I think so. I'm I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Part I'm not. Of, I'm with Dan on that one. Part of the problem is people. Okay, so so these big giant media and news organizations they are out to make money, mm-hmm. right? That's what it's they're all trying about. to sell stories. and. Part of the problem is, and I'm not saying it's all the problem. I agree with you to a certain extent. Like, there is a little bit of manipulation from top to bottom. But part of the issue is what sells isn't Edward Snowden and what he told people. It's what you said. It's what Kanye West named his babies. and. The racist remark Paula Dean made whatever number then of years ago. Because people think like, oh, look, it, because, I care that somebody made a racist remark. Well, no, you fucking it, don't. The thing you is, think you do. The thing is, Eric, is is that stuff is so much easier to understand yeah. for a lot of people than the stuff that it's like easier to, really to genuinely matters. It's easier to be like, okay, I get that. It's and formulate an like, opinion. And, yes. It, yeah. It's not something challenging to your brain to think that, oh, wow, Christie's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, think that our our government is like trying to fuck us over so hard 
people don't want to think like that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just such a problem in our country. And I, I and the the media coverage is laughable at yeah. best. Yeah. Oh my God, it's awful. Laughable at best. Awful. They're talking about whether we should prosecute Edward Snowden. Or for what he's done, rather than pointing out the great things that he's done, as honestly an American hero. Yeah. Or um, they, that... they want to put Glenn Greenwald exactly. in jail. Yeah. Who's a journalist? Who was it? Who was it that asked <laughs> Glenn Greenwald job, like, regardless. "Why shouldn't you be persecuted?" Yeah. And it's like, that's the jur- that, that's, job, that's the job a of a journalist. Yeah. That's like, the, that's the fourth estate. That's in the I, in the Constitution. Absolutely. And I'm not a fan of Russell Brand personally. Right. And I want to look this video up, but David Seaman was talking about how. He went on some big fucking morning show the other day, and they kind of started making fun of him, saying, like, oh, who are you, like, pretending they didn't know who he was, or maybe they didn't know who he was, but regardless, if you have somebody on your your show, you should probably know who they are. Yeah, have some idea. So he, instead of talking about all the stupid bullshit that they want to talk about, he kept bringing up Edward Snowden, saying, this is what we should be talking about. Yeah. Good for him. You know, it's people like that, and it's just... Well, that's um, – I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of them I listen to is uh, This Week in Tech with uh, Leo Laporte, yeah. and he has a lot of foreigners on there. And yeah. they had a French guy on there, and he's like, you know, like, I get it. I get it. I get it from all your perspectives, but I want to know why I've been being spied on by your country who claims yeah. that, like, these types of cyber warfare is is an act of war. And your country's been doing it all these years. This, this is another point that, that yeah, Dan Carlin China, brings if up. If China does it to you, it's an act of war. But it, when, the, when United the United States, States does, does it, it anyway, it's else, for it's safety. Fine. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a thing that I've talked about many times with friends of mine that don't really understand where I'm coming from. I think if you didn't live in the United States, how would you feel about the United States? Yeah, you wouldn't like us. No. And a thing that Dan Carlin brings up, um, I lost my train of thought because I'm drunk. <laughs> well, we've been having a few cocktails, a couple adult beers, and. Uh, some martinis. It'll come back to me. Some, uh-huh. some... No. I, you know, I have so many things that come in and out at this point that I'm just like, I'm trying to just grab one and go with it. Okay, it's not come but, back to me uh, in a second, but. Was it the most recent Dan Carlin? I could be. I didn't listen to 256. I listened to What was he talking about? It might come back to me. I didn't listen to 256. The most recent one you listened to. 255 was all about the Edward Snowden leaks. It was like three weeks ago when it came out. Yeah, I know I listened to it, and I, I wish I could remember what I was trying to say because it's really important. He articulates everything I wish I could. The man's a genius. Yes, he is. And I, I just love how he doesn't show any favoritism towards any side. No. Nope. He just says, this is what I think. This is what what's right for our country as it was founded. Yeah. And this is what our founding fathers wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's just completely being fucked over yeah. so hard by our government. And people just don't it's, care. Uh, if the president does it, it's not illegal. Well, that's that's what, yeah. That started with Richard Nixon, so, right? And and I think, I believe, I don't know if it was George Washington who said, if you sacrifice your freedoms for safety. It was Benjamin Franklin. Ben Franklin. If you sacrifice your freedoms for safety, you're going to lose both. This yeah, is you what deserve he was talking neither. about. Right. He was like talking that. about how we have this war. On terrorism. Yeah. And he says... That's not going to end. It's a never-ending war. How do you beat terrorism? Yeah. So the president has this almost unlimited power during a wartime Wartime. against terrorism. Sure. Where does it end? Which, by the way, we haven't had a U.S. government legal war since... World War II. World War II. So where does it end? Yeah, because Congress is supposed to declare war. 
and it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened since World War II. So there's that too. It makes me want to vomit, to be perfectly honest. And I love this country. I don't want to. Come off as well, that's I don't, the thing. But like, I love what this country's supposed to be. Right, right, right. right. Not what it's becoming. It's not the myth it of America that you yes. love. Yeah. Yes. At this point, it's it's terrifying. But yeah. And we, on this July Fourth, I feel like it's it's important for us to have a forum to talk about. We and we had to we had to weigh in because of our belief in freedom of yeah. speech and and being anti censorship like we are. And you know what? If one of our listeners even looks into somebody like Dan Carlin or David Seaman. And becomes a little bit more familiar and educated with what's actually fucking going on as opposed to what's being reported by our stupid news outlets that don't yeah. report jack shit. Right. Because there's a couple of journalists in this world that actually have a pair of balls on them. Yeah. Look at Edward Glenn Snowden. Greenwald. What did he give up to report Everything. this? Everything. Everything. He gave yeah. up his fucking life. Yeah. The and guy people, could people be People are calling him crazy. He's not crazy. Exactly. Well, maybe he is crazy, but God damn it. A, he's we, braver we than me. We should all be that fucking crazy. The man's a patriot. We should all be that crazy. He's, he's braver than me because I can honestly say I can, as as strongly as I feel about it, I can't, I can't say that I would have done the and, same thing he in the same did situation. It. He did it so carefully because leaks in the past, I mean, and that's how the U.S. government right now is trying to portray it as Edward Snowden leaked this stuff. Now we're all at risk. He really screwed up. But he was very careful in how he did it to not not just the government specifics. But all the news outlets are portraying the same thing. Sure. They're not looking at it from the angle of what has he done for the American people? Yeah. To shed light on all the bullshit that's going on behind the scenes. And honestly, that's like he said, this is the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. We don't even know. Yeah. We know that and that's bad enough. Yeah. We We don't don't want to have no fucking idea. idea. Right. And he, I mean, Snowden said that more is coming. I, I hope he can pull and his I shit hope, together. I hope and give he does us because, goddamn it, something needs to happen. I hope people start getting pissed off about you it. You know what I want to happen is to for him it. to come back to the United States and for them to like execute him or some sh- like crazy and, shit. And, and unfortunately, it's going to need and... something like that to happen. Yeah, I don't want to see him die. Though. I don't either, Dan. But goddamn it, something like that is going is going to be the thing that has to happen for people take, to fucking man. wake up. Especially if he's got more information. And you know he does. Yeah. You know? And they should yeah. legalize pot and stuff. <laughs> that's a different topic. for. And, diff- and, that's yeah. for our, our next year's April 20th episode. The thing is, we're not we're not a bunch of potheads or anything no, like that. No. We're just... You know what we are? We're concerned we Americans. We're four practical guys. Yeah. We want the government off our dicks. <laughs> we just yes. want to do, do our own thing. You know? We we want to be able to live how people are supposed to live in this country, yeah. and not worry about it. Yeah. And so. goddamn it, if 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 this very podcast gets us on that list of people they have to watch, then good. Watch mm-hmm. me. Well, I don't do anything illegal. I don't care if. They and it watch. doesn't matter. Do you want that's the to, shitty attitude that like, people take. They the don't... Way, yeah, the way you got to look at it is like, yeah. Well, when you take a dump, you're not really doing anything wrong. But do you want? Other people to know Other people about people it. to watch you take a and, dump. And someday you, know? you might say something that maybe you don't think you should say. Yeah. And they can hold it against you. Yeah. And they can Forever. arrest you. Ever. For whatever they want. The data center. The Utah data center. The fucking kid uh, with League of Legends. Oh. oh, yeah. That poor bastard. Are you kidding me? He made a bad joke. He did make a bad joke. And you know what? Yeah, He's facing was, eight years in prison. <laughs> it was in terrible What did he say? Oh, he okay. He he, said, he made a joke because someone said, "Oh, you're messed up." One of his friends told him he's messed up. He's like, "Messed up in he, the head." He said this was his quote. He said something like, "Oh yeah, I'm really messed up. I'm gonna." He said like, "I'm gonna go to a school, shoot it up, and shoot up a bunch of kids, and eat eat somebody's hearts, and eat all their hearts." Yeah, 
And then L-O-L-J-K. said, LOL JK. And then he got fucking arrested. Yeah, he he arrested. He's going to face either eight or ten years in prison. Boy, and they, how I old mean, is they. He? 19. They looked into it and they said, they said they, he's the, not a danger. The family has no guns. Like, there's nothing there. He's on suicide watch and the now ki- in the, prison, by the way. The poor kid is, yeah, on suicide How watch. He? he told his Which, parents, like, he has no hope. Like, this is it. And this he doesn't. That's the thing. Because now he's totally fucked. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're all in agreement. It was a bad joke. Absolutely. It was awful. And that's um, coming from someone taste. that has made a few poor taste jokes. Right. Okay. Um, but you should not be thrown in prison for that no. at all. No. Do you know how old he is? He's 19. He was seven, 18 at the time. I think he's 19 now. Or is was he 17 at the time I'm and 18 sure, now? Poor I think he's 19 now. We should now. start a free what's-his-lips campaign. I, I guess he does have some people that are defending it's him. It's absolutely infuriating Yeah. what goes on. Yeah. It really is. And it like like I said, it gets to a point where it's just like, what do you even do? Yeah. Because the government just has us by the fucking balls at this point. Like, what do you even do to change it? Yeah. Something super drastic has to happen, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Everyone vote third party. It doesn't and, matter which one. And that'll never happen. Right. And exactly. I used to laugh at my dad for voting for Ross Perot. Uh-huh. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, man, I want to vote for right fucking on, Ross Pop. Perot, dad. Yeah. You fucking and, knew what you, you know, were doing. Yeah. You know, Obama, who ran on a platform of change, and I can remember the specific speech where he said, we will combat terrorism without sacrificing our constitution. And haven't we sacrificed it just Gone. tenfold? Yeah. Gone. It's unfortunate, and and I'm not defending Obama whatsoever, but it brings you back to what they were doing to him and how much information they have on him before he even became president. Who knows how much they could be blackmailing him because they were wiretapping his phone calls and shit before he even became president. Mm -hmm. And it's just, how do you stop it? You know? Yep. It's a movable beast. We got to (laughs) march. I'm going down right now. I would, man. If there was something big enough where I felt like it could help, I totally would. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, that was a huge diatribe. But that's it's fine. Our July fourth. It needed to be said. America. Yeah. America. That's it's July fourth, god damn it. Restore the fourth. We should read the Fourth Amendment right now, one of us. Call it up, Eric. I want to hear the Fourth Amendment. I really do. <laughs> There's a, another good podcast I'll and I it. I can't remember the girl's name. I'm gonna look right now, actually. She has actually started to read every bill that goes through Congress since the beginning of January. This is her podcast. She reads every bill that gets passed, reads oh the whole entire thing. Oh, my God. Which is great. Yeah. Some of those somebody... are really fat. Oh, you remember, yeah. you remember when Obama uh, promised to do fireside chats about everything that was going on? I don't, but... Where are those? I believe you. But to have somebody that's willing to take all of their time that's a full-time, more than a full-time fucking job. I would never job. do that. Look at the Obamacare plan by itself. Isn't that's, that like 2,000 to 20,000 pages? It's an incredible amount of reading. Yeah. Like, to have somebody that's willing to do that, and on a forum, like a podcast, it's such a cool thing, and I'm, I'm glad we can be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> May I? Yeah, go Being ahead. the most dramatic of us? Yes. <laughs> Text. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. I don't really think that there's no real leeway in there. No. Um, other than descri- describing what effects and, and persons. Not and, even that. I'm no. not even going to go there. No, I wouldn't not go there. We either. literally, us three, could be considered terrorists. Yeah. 
on the terrorist watch because of what we've said tonight. Yeah. We literally could be arrested for it. Yeah. And yeah. that's just fucking Remember, absurd. Well, I want to lead the revolution. Me and Will and my dad were having a conversation about uh, who we, which one of our, us children was the most likely to get arrested. Uh-huh. And he said it would be me. And not for an act of violence, but an act of You're defiance. You're the most nonviolent person I know. Well, he said act of defiance. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, you, I could yeah, see that. I could see you laying you know out what? in front of a tractor or something. Trying <laughs> no, to... I wouldn't put myself in danger like that. <laughs> the the but... woman's name, by the way, that does that podcast, her name is Jen Briney, mm-hmm. B-R-I-N-E-Y. Look her up on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Jen Briney. Um, but it's people like that and David Seaman and Dan Carlin that are fucking, they're shedding light on this stuff. And people could say it's conspiracy, but it's not. Yeah. It's there. It's yeah. factual. Like, it's look at it. It's yeah. just factual stuff. It's there. Yeah. Okay. God damn it. Fucking there. I'm I'm waiting for a day when when they the what is it the I don't know, Dan. The ratings board, the thing that does TV oh, and yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Mo- t- uh, TV ratings? No, uh, that does movies and television yeah. or radio. FCC? FCC. FCC starts doing podcasts. That would be such the thing is like before i'd be like i don't even it's like eh, whatever but now that i'm like involved in that yeah. in that format and like it could literally affect us and yeah. we wouldn't be able to say this stuff that's like, no such way a, such a yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. thing yeah. that's when we start we jump to cb and we start doing a cb broadcast we, oh there you go we know it all in morse code do you think yeah we could we gotta we gotta get somebody off uh get an intern that knows Morse code to there you go. Transcribe it all and just bring it up. We could do it on we could do a ham radio show. That'd be great. I'm glad we got to talk about this. Yeah. This, this is what's important. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and it affects us. Yeah. I mean it affects everybody. I, 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 I would imagine uh, about ninety percent of our listeners are not into this yeah. at this point. But uh look into it. Look into it, yeah. It's so it's, important it's, and Jesus, if people would just get familiar with what's actually going on in this country and where it could take us in the future yeah that's it's not even what it's what's happening right now it's, like, it's what could happen to us in the future based on what's happening right yeah. now that's and it's super scary and it's the whole doma thing like yeah i support gay rights like sure great fantastic sure but like just ignore that for now because all this other stuff is going on and please look at it and i'm with you Corey. Freaks you know i'm out. i'm very liberal when it comes to social issues but yeah. this is so much more important mm-hmm. than what's going on with any of that yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. Probably all of us have to pee, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 102 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week segment. Uh, Corey, go ahead. I didn't play anything other than what we talked about in the main segment. Okay, so just... Just magic. Just magic. That's okay. it. Uh, I played a couple things. I'll go first. Uh, more Borderlands 2. I had said that I would have Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep beaten by this week. Um, I, however, did not. I was not high enough level to, to beat it. I think I had to beat It starts at level 30. Oh. Um, I was How level, high were you? 17 or 18. <laughs> so I actually started um, Mr. Torque's Campaign of Carnage. Um, I think... I think I'm level 23 or 24 now, but so far I really enjoy the enjoy the the, the campaign of. Is Carter that other so far. other DLC? Yeah, it's other DLC. Uh, really good, really funny. Um, there's one mission where they send you out to kill game reviewers because 
um, Mr. Torque really liked a game and they reviewed it poorly. So you have, you have to go kill them. It's, it's That's really great. good. Yeah. Um, uh, approximately what level are you when you beat the game? I don't know. I would say I was level 41 or 42 oh, okay. when I beat all the right, game. Right. I don't wow. remember. Cause I was when I had a for Xbox. I, I was like 27. I know, but I did absolutely uh, everything. I'm still cruising through with, uh, Jared, okay. my roommate. Um, we're like level 21 or something like that. How far are you? I can't remember the last thing that we did. Not very. They're not very good at video games, so. I don't know. But we take it, our time. In, like In the main story, I just got to where Sanctuary disappears. That's as far as you are? In the main story for this campaign, yeah. Oh, for the, okay. Yeah, um, it disappears, and then it comes back, and then you have to work your way back to yeah. Sanctuary. Yeah, that's what. That's where I am in the main story. We uh, we just got back to Sanctuary after after it disappeared and okay, came back. Okay, I feel like that's like halfway through the about game. About halfway? Okay. It was for me. Makes sense. We're about level 20, 21, so yeah, it's, it's okay. about right, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, really like Borderlands. It, it's the only game I've been able to play like consistently since I since I, I'm also in a funk, Eric. Mm. Um, I just think I just can't find the right game to play right now, um, and I'm leaning more towards like actiony games. So yeah, the Border- funk's got me down. Borderlands Two definitely I've been playing a lot, but I also bought Skyrim and I started Skyrim again. Uh, fired it up. My it, it actually runs mostly on ultra settings, which is nice. It looks great. Uh, runs smooth as silk. That's a game I've been wanting to buy for a while because I've wanted a good RPG to sink my teeth into. So I, I bought it. I just started my character. I think I'm going to lean towards magic because I, I never completed my magic character with the Xbox version of Skyrim. So uh, I've got that to work on too. Don't do magic, man. Why? The menus. I know. I know. They're not as good, but I didn't play as a magic character. I'll probably go like Battle Mage. So I'll have a weapon that I can use, but I'll use like one magic. or two spells yeah. that you, you go to spells. Fireball. Yeah, that's all right. That's yeah. not bad then. But I tried to do. I was straight mage. Like everything was magic, and it was just yeah. I think well, I'm gonna I do battle stupid. mage. You th- you'd think a game like Skyrim would, you know, produce a better user interface. A little bit. It only it only sucks for mages. Really, anything else is fine. But picking your picking your spells sucks. Yeah big time especially when you master or try to master all the yeah different schools of magic yeah uh so yeah that's really all i played i'll I'll have some wii u to play next week we're supposed to get our wii u um we're supposed to get our wii monday so hopefully maybe maybe it'll surprise you and show up tomorrow i don't think it will it's one of those scheduled deliveries scheduled for monday that's bullshit then um yeah don't order anything from target online if you unless you expect to get it like a week and a half later so, like I said, we saved a little bit of money. And not that I would have been able to play it, really. I've been busy, so. But I would have liked to have had it and updated it so I could play it when I finally do get the chance. Take that three hours to update it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, speaking of which, I did want to mention, and I forgot, I said I didn't play anything, but I played with Wii, Will's Wii U for a while um, there. And it gave me the option to choose my favorite sports team. Mm-hmm. However, the NHL was not listed. <laughs> what? Was the NBA on there? Oh, the NBA, oh, the NCAA, MLB, NFL. WNBA. So what did you pick? I didn't pick anything. I just skipped it. I was so... LA Sparks I was, was the WNBA? I was so pissed off at that point. Corey, tell me the WNBA wasn't on there. I do want to briefly go back to it the Wii U a little bit. And uh, I'm not going to completely hate on my experience with the Wii U. Um, I feel like it's a little bit slow. Yeah. 
I wish it were fa- for a for a next gen console. Ah, is it next I gen? would say it's current gen. It's current gen. Well, I, yeah, it is current gen, but they want gen. to be next gen. Do That's they? What I'm going. Or have they yes. just owned? They want to be. They want it to be, but next gen. I think they've kind of resorted to the fact that they that well, they think it's current regardless gen. is not next gen. It feels really slow. It's not as snappy as I would like. There are way better tablets out there. Um, loading screens. It takes way too long. This guy right here is pretty fast. Yeah, I, I, I still am like like ha- holding it and actually using it. You're kind of like, all right, this could be pretty cool. But uh, I've been waiting to do this for about three or four weeks. My roundtable discussion, um, <laughs> it always gets skipped, which is fine because we have a lot to talk about. Um, but I've been saving it, and every week when I think I might have it, I, I always have it prepared. But I want to come up with ten reasons why. Or ten reasons how the Wii U gamepad can be better utilized for the new Mario Kart rather than just a horn. Okay, which is w- what it is right now. So, do what do we want to try and plan on talking talking oh, about that God. next week? No, oh, whatever. I just wanted to throw that out there. That just that's... a horn. We'll eat... Right now, it's just a horn. And what does the horn do in Mario Kart? Nothing. It just honks. Just nothing. Yeah, you press the gamepad and it honks. Okay. Dear. And the horn has no effect in the game. Honks, Dan. No, I know, but it does. <laughs> like, you, when, when you're driving around on the road, when you honk at someone, you want them to get out of your way. Or you you're saying flip hi. Them, look at you so you can flip them the bird. Yeah, yeah they may no or may not hear it. Right. Right. Yeah. There's no effect. Actual effect. In it the may game. or may not have an effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I feel like the four of us could sit here and come up with ten better ways to utilize the gamepad than a. Giant horn. I mean, okay. I got one right now. I got a, I got two right now. Yeah, well, let's save it for next week. Definitely, we'll do that next week. All right, it's a good roundtable, a fun one. Okay, that's all I played. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, the only thing I wanted to touch on, Dan, that I played different was um, I downloaded Battlefield Three for free on the PlayStation Network through PlayStation Plus because I've been wanting to kind of get used to playing a first-person shooter on the PlayStation as opposed to just my Xbox mm-hmm. for my future of gaming. And on the DualShock Four, the DualShock, and let me tell you, the controller just does not lend itself to my first-person shooter abilities as well as the Xbox. Not not as good. I played Battlefield Three and I got my ass kicked, so I quit. I rage quit. Uh huh. (laughs) Try uh, imagine playing NHL going from Xbox controller to. Well, that's the other thing I'm worried about is my FIFA skills because I've heard from Jeff. He's real good at FIFA on the 360. He told me uh, he's tried it on the PS3, and it's just not translating for him. The, I mean, the DualShock 3 is not a great controller. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've heard about the DualShock 4 is, is that is better. Light years. Light years better. I've, I've, heard, I've heard some very trusted sources say it is the superior controller to the new Xbox controller. No. Swear to God. Can't see that. Really? It's the close-together thumbsticks i'd be surprised the giant bomb guys i don't like those guys as much as you wouldn't no they do they're more entertaining they do a lousy podcast (laughs) they talk over each other constantly but that's a different discussion i've never i've never listened (laughs) that's a different discussion i like them i I don't i I, the thing i like about the xbox controller is the offsetting thumbsticks i think that works really well i don't like the close together or on the wii u pro controller they're both on the top they're both up here i think it's the triggers for me Mm. you know which uh the xbox the uh feedback on the triggers supposed to be pretty sweet i know Oh, the rumbling? Yeah. 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 I'm hoping that works on PC when I finally get one well, for my Yeah, computer. that'd be nice if you could plug it in and use, utilize I'm, that stuff. I mean, that'd I think great. it's just something i got to get used to. 
but I, I wanted to give it a whirl, and I was pretty close to buying Codblops too, which is awful, but... Yeah. I got Battlefield right now. I'm kind of a bro. Yeah. I don't know what's going to go of. on with my gaming this week. You're more of a bro than any of us. Oh, bro, yeah, for sure. Bro gamer. I mean, yeah. A little FIFA, a little Call of Duty. I don't know if FIFA's a bro game. Eric little, looked at me to A little bit of The Sims. Me. Well, I was going to say something about your Giants shirt, but I couldn't tie it into being a bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, he and couldn't it. think of how few Super Bowls the Giants have won. Not the oh, Cowboys. here we <laughs> fucking go with this. Oh, my God. Everybody can leave. Right. Everybody but Dan can leave. <laughs> I didn't say anything yet. I think if you're a bro gamer, you're probably a Cowboys fan. Yeah, Cowboys or Patriots. Patriots. Uh, definitely Patriots. Up and coming, maybe a Falcons fan. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll give you that, yeah, for sure. Oh. Maybe a Packers fan. Maybe eh. you found love for the Ravens. Yeah. 49ers. <laughs> 49ers. Claim you date back to the Jerry Rice days, but I dare you to name another guy on that roster. Yeah. Oh, Joe Montana. Other than him. <laughs> Ricky Waters. That's it. That's all Ricky I got. Waters. Ronnie Lott. Joe Montana. Ronnie, Ronnie Lott. Lott. Yeah. Merton Lott. Hanks. <gasps> Merton Hanks. Do you remember fucking Merton Hanks? Yeah, he neck? had like a eight eight inch neck. Yeah, he used to do that dance like this one. Dude, he made yeah, a fucking tackle. Dirty Chicken or whatever it was called. It was called oh, the Dirty Merton Hanks. Something like that. How funky okay. is your chicken... chicken. That's it. How loose is your goose? All right, Will, what do you got for us? What um, you play? Well, I played a little bit more Company of Heroes. I only played like 20 to 30 more minutes. I just did another campaign mission. Uh-huh. Um, still enjoying Company of Heroes, but uh, I also bought uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf on... I texted Eric saying, Eric, it's Don't, like... It wasn't my recommendation. No, 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 no. It was 22 bucks on Amazon. It was on Money Saver on Kotaku. So I texted Eric saying, should I get Animal Crossing New Leaf? And I looked at the Metacritic stuff, and it was an 88, like, critically, an 80, or in the 90s with user or something like Got that. Got really good reviews. So I was like, why not? So I bought it. It was 22 bucks. I didn't get a chance to play a lot of it, so I'll probably talk about that more next week. But the big thing that I played was The Last of Us. Hey! Um, but uh, my friend Johnny, I he got he has a PS3, and... Is, uh, is Johnny a Sunday guy, or is he not really a Sunday guy? He's not really a Sunday guy. Yeah. What's a Sunday guy? Yeah, you know, somebody who... Eh, you know, you, you wake up and he's like, I'm not really a Sunday guy. You know, like, you talk to people and you're like, hey, you want to do something on Sunday? And it's like, eh, not really, uh, not really a Sunday okay. guy. Okay, you know? now I got you. Yeah. Yep. Go on. But anyway... He uh he bought The Last of Us in a, in a PS3, and he beat The Last of Us pretty quick. And I asked him if I could borrow it for the podcast, and he said, sure. So Can I jump in here? Yeah. What did he think of The Last of Us? Loved well, he didn't it. play it on Sunday. I don't... Okay, that's all I want to hear about what he thought. Now, what did you think? <laughs> I loved it. Okay. Now, keep going. Roll okay. with it. So, I'm just going to say one part where I left off. You would know exactly what this I is. I would. Meet the two brothers. Yeah. There's a bridge. Yeah. That's where I left off. That's like 50 or 60%. Those are my favorite characters that you meet. Are they? Yes. You meet characters? Oh, you meet quite a few characters. You guys ruined it for me. No, I don't want to play it. And now that I know you meet characters, I don't want to, but it's awesome. I don't want to play anymore. That's what he said, but uh, his brother, said? Johnny, he's like, wait till you see what happens next. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> stop it. But he's just like, but he's, he, uh, I had to give the PS3 back to him for right now. And he said he's going to let me borrow it again in like a couple days. It rips your heart out. I was oh, like, no. But I couldn't be like, come on. Wait till you see what happens longer. next. Yeah, no, I'm not giving you back your, your PlayStation. Your console. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, fine. Yeah. So I was just like, 
just let me know when you're done with it. And he said a couple days. So I'll probably play it and beat it for next week. But that game is awesome. Isn't it great? Yeah. I played it. I got it on a Saturday night, and I played it until 4 in the morning. Now, I believe it's the second character you travel with. It's a male. Yeah. Did you find some AI issues? Yeah, there are some AI issues. That's the only thing that I've noticed that I really... Yeah. That I was just like, that's... That, that I didn't like, because... Like, Ellie and the other guy will just be walking past, um, like, a quicker, like, or just a random yeah. infected, and the Runner. infected or the clicker won't even react to the AI, which is alright, because if the AI is bad like that, I don't want it to ruin my experience, but, uh, yeah, the characters, the AI is a little wonky here and there, yeah. but... How you liking the story? Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. The first 15 minutes, like you said. Wasn't it great? I was just like, Did what? you like it? Yeah. I was like, what is going on? And then it just... That part set that the, happens? It set the tone. Like, oh, for son just, of a bitch. It just set the tone for just a sad game. I watched Seth Rogen play it for a little bit. You did? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? You ruined it. I ruined what? I didn't watch that far. I watched when the dude smashed through the glass door uh, oh, sliding right. door. Oh, the neighbor. Yeah, don't yeah. watch anymore. And then I stopped. Yeah, okay. yeah stop. It just, it's so good. Such a well put together game. It yeah. it really the is. The thing is, is that it just has everything you could want. It sounds fascinating, game. you guys. It's emotionally draining, like Eric said, isn't it? It's emotionally, mentally, and physically draining. Because yep. the entire time you're just like sitting there, like watching, you're like afraid of something that's gonna happen, and then it's... E- even when you're not, though, yeah, even, when you know nothing's gonna happen, even when you're fine, you're still yeah, like, you're just wow, still like scared. What's gonna happen next? Yeah. Now I'm assuming you didn't try any multiplayer. I did not. Okay. Not, not yet. yet. But I got I into some Survivor single spawn multiplayer. Light years better. Nice. And believe me, Eric, I want to get a PS3 in the last of us to play this game online with you. It's so good. So bad. It's so good. It, Survivor mode is so good. It's such a good game. Yep. And I wish I had a PlayStation so I could own it. I've got my fingers crossed for a PS4 version. Yeah, right? Me too. Me too. I, and I hope it comes out. I'm, guys. I'm with you on I that. But I'm going to try and have a beat for next week so me and Eric can, I don't know. You can do a spoiler. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. Spoiler okay. bit. And me and Eric. I'd love to. Sure. The biggest bros in the podcast. <laughs> a couple of bros playing bros. duty. The but, duty bros. But yeah, it, it's a great game so far. I think Live, lived up to the... So far, yeah. I'm at 50 or 60% through, and uh, Johnny said some crazy stuff's about to happen, and then it'll have some more crazy stuff shortly after that happens, and... So, yep. so it's a great game. He said he was sad when it was over because he yeah. didn't couldn't play it through it. Well, that's I, the same reaction I had. That's what I told you him. Remember. I was like, that's what exactly Eric said. He said when it was done, he was sad because now he's never going to re-experience. Are they going to do a uh, Last of Us 2? I hope not. And if they do, it better not have anything to do with the first one, like story-wise. It's so depressing. And Let's I, move on. Joel and Ellie are great characters. Ellen yeah. Page? Yeah, Ellen Page. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, their their relationship it evolves. It definitely does. Do they start making love? No. She's fourteen, but oh, she is. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's only fourteen. <laughs> yeah, Corey. I mean, right up, right up your alley, Corey. But Joel's a little bit more of a man, than that, a little more respectable. <laughs> well, how old's Joel? <laughs> like forty-five. 40. Oh, nice. Okay. 
He's older. So. <laughs> well, I mean, pro- probably once society breaks down, it's not against the law anymore. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Right. right. Oh, God. I, just, I had to throw that in there. On that note. <laughs> That's it. That, but that yeah. Thing, did you play anything else well? Did you play more of Zombie U? I didn't because I've been doing The Last of Us. Yeah, well. I wanted to try and beat that as soon as I could. You know, here's the thing. What did nah. I tell you about a Wii U? You get a brand new console. <laughs> you don't play. And the first thing you want to do is play a game on a different console. Well, the yeah, first but... thing I wanted to do with it was watch Netflix. <laughs> right, right, right. What does that tell you? And he did. But it's also The Last of Us. It's still, though, it's a new console. Yeah. I'd go by more by Corey's argument. The first thing he wanted to do instead of playing Zombie U or Monster Hunter was watch Netflix, which he can do already do on his Xbox. Right. Oh, yeah. I can do that on everything. Slash I can PC. do it on my freaking phone, phone if I wanted to. Yeah. But anyway. But it is The Last of Us. I, ha- I, I, was, I had to play it. I didn't want to play because I, I tr- tried out Will's Wii U for a little bit, but I didn't want to mess up his game. That's I wanna, I I'm going to really try play. a little Monster Hunter while I'm... Plus it was like 90 degrees in your room. At least. 95. 95, I'd say. It was bad. Yeah. Hot damn. I was trying to get nibble bits before the episode. I couldn't even Whoa. sit on my computer. I was like, couldn't even think Your computer's going to overheat. Don't play any games that are taxing on system resources. Definitely not. <sighs> okay. Is that That's everything? Yeah, I'm going to try and have a beat for next week. All right. So uh, this was supposed to be a shorter episode, and it's almost three hours. So two hours and almost 45 minutes. So. Yeah, that'll do it for episode 102 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I am Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.